Y'all, we are officially on week four of our top 30 NBA players by position rankings. We're recording this one a week in advance, so if anything massive happened, if Damian Lillard got traded recently, if James Harden is a Clipper, we're not going to talk about it because we don't know about it yet because our guy Mo is going on vacation, so we're recording this early, like I said. But yeah, man, I guess we just hop right into these rankings. Yeah, let's go. We can't, listen, we can't do anything topical. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Let's go. Let's rank. We're, we're talking to y'all from the past. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, Last week we did, so yesterday technically, we did small forwards. And that was a pretty good list. That was coming off of the shooting guards, which was like horrendous. There was like no depth. I am sad to report we have once again reached a horrendous list. The bottom 10 of the power forwards is nasty. <laughs> it should be fun though. We're going to be, there's going to be a lot of reaching here. But <laughs> hey, there's going to be a lot of explaining to do too. I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah, probably a lot of names that are very different from the rest of us. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I'm sorry. I, I'm already looking at my list. I already see that I have made a mistake. <laughs> so when we when we get there, we will fix it. And it's okay. <laughs> okay. But yeah, man. If you're before we get into it, if you're watching on YouTube, do us a favor, drop a like and subscribe. Help us reach more viewers. If you're on audio platforms, rate us five stars. Follow as always. Leave a review, which I think helps a lot. But yeah, man. In the in the what else I gotta say? In the description, you'll see our Discord. You'll see our merch. You'll see our personal channels. All that. Hell Let's yeah. jump into this top 30. I'll go ahead and send my first five. We'll get straight into it. It is on the screen now. At number 30, I have Zachary Collins. Crazy Ugh. pick. At 29, Kevin we're start, Love. We're starting off hot. Okay, okay. <laughs> 29, Kevin Love. 28, PJ Tucker. 27, Jay Crowder. And 26, Tari Eason. This Having Jay list. Crowder on the list is so ass. <laughs> <laughs> I almost forgot no about him. I feel yeah, so I bad for him, him, bro. Yeah, he missed like a whole year because he was holding out. And the words, the world's worst holdout. I don't know who he thought he was, but it resulted in him being traded to the Bucks super late in the season, and there just wasn't enough time for him to gel in the rotation, so he didn't really play. So I held that against him a little bit. That's why he's so low. But I figured he probably still deserves a spot in the list because you know he's still Jay Crowder. He just didn't get to play. Yeah, that is very true. Boss like, man ninety nine reigns supreme. Man, trading <laughs> five. What the, the Bucks traded for him for? What like five first or second round picks? Absolutely insane. Just said not let him play. Is that what it was? I don't even remember. It was insane. Yes. I think it was like five first second round picks. Crazy, dude. That's but wild. There was, dude, that trade deadline, there was slinging second round picks. Everybody was. What are the, didn't the Warriors trade like five as well for Gary Payton? Yeah, yeah. they did. Exactly. That needs to be yeah, studied in NBA <laughs> nerd history. <laughs> yeah, what do you think about this five? Nasty list of names, but do you guys have Jay Crowder on your list? No. No. I do no. not have okay. Jay Crowder. Um, but... Immediately, I see Kevin Love is there. Yeah, he is. He, he was. He's been pretty. Uh, he did good in the playoffs actually, though, which is you know helps your case. PJ Tucker's there. What does he do other than like <laughs> he, he <laughs> runs shoes. around? He runs around and he tricks people into giving him money. <laughs> PJ Tucker is he's he's washed at this point. I'm so glad that PJ Tucker is like in in Isaac's bottom five. Mo, I hope he's in yours because he's for sure in mine. Because <laughs> I don't I don't know what he does at this point in his career. He's still a decent defender. Not quite what he once was, but he has some utility there. But looking at his offensive production is fucking comical. Like, comparing to every other starter in the league. And the fact he takes, like, two shots a game, averages three points. Like, Dude. he's just, like, a non-factor on one side of the court. I've never seen an NBA player go on an historic run of not scoring while playing <laughs> over, like, 25 minutes a game. Like you have to, it has to be some type of challenge or a bet or a dare that he made with like one of his friends or something like that, dude. Like that's not even possible when you have 
players like Joel Embiid and James Harden who just command so much attention. You know, it's like how yeah. he did that during he did that last season. So PJ Tucker's, regardless of the fact, like he's still valuable, and I think he deserves his respect. And you know, a little bit. Every player, almost every team I mean, can use someone like PJ Tucker. That's I guess. Listen, his shoe game, his shoe game is cool, right? He seems like a very good, good locker room guy. Like, yeah, like I'll, I'll yeah, give him props. He's a University of Texas alumni. He's going to the same school as me. That's about the nicest thing I can say about him. Yeah. That's why he made you guys' list. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, in, in 2018, I was all on the P.J. Tucker train. He was one of my favorite role players. Nowadays, wow. he's there for, for vibes. He Respect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Zach Collins making the list is a crazy turn of events. Did not expect that. But that's the bottom end of the power four position for you. It was between him and Yuta Watanabe for my 30th spot. Dude, Zach Collins right. actually like played well, although it was on a Spurs team that had zero motion. I was surprised when I looked at his. Well, not surprised. I knew we had a good season, but he had, he averaged like eleven points a game, which is pretty solid. Yeah, and his defense is pretty good too. He's he's like a not a key part for their young core, but he's a relevant part of the rotation that they like are thinking yeah. about. Like when I see Spurs fans talk about their potential lineups next year, Zach Collins and how he's in a fit next to Wemby is like a part of that equation. Yeah, which is better um, than you would expect it a year and a half ago. Yeah, I almost think that he should probably be a little bit higher, but it's Zach Collins again, and I'm not arguing anything <laughs> about front. I mean, are you have Zach Collins higher? No. Uh, do I have him higher? Is yeah, he, I do. Have, a little list? bit higher. Yeah, he's on my okay. list. Okay. Right, well, let's let's go to the next five, Donovan. What do you got? All right. So at thirty, I got your boy Yuta Watanabe. Let's go. Yuta! Yuta made the list. Then we get to Zach Collins. This next okay. pick, pure potential pick, pure potential pick, Jabari Smith Jr. I'll, I'm, I'm putting him there. Listen, he was not good last year. And I 100% understand that. But I still, I'm Two holding out hope. Ass. Yeah. <laughs> and then 27, we got P.J. Tucker. And then 26, yeah. we, we got K.J. Martin. I counted K.J. Martin as a small forward, so I didn't include him. But if uh, we're including him, I also would put him on my list for sure. Okay. But yes, mm. but those, those, are, those are my first five. Okay. How we feel? Uh, so bad. So listen, if we're going off the last 20 games of the season exclusively, then Jabari Smith Jr. deserves it. First 60, not so much, so I didn't include him. Like, <laughs> I had Tari Eason on there, who I thought was straight up better than him last year. Mm-hmm. The problem is Tari Eason only played like 21 minutes per game. But if he would have played like starter minutes, as I think he deserved last year, he would have put up pretty impressive stats. I think he's the type of guy that was just more well-equipped to come in and immediately be productive as a rookie rather than Jabari, who was a little more raw. And also was just not equipped for the role that was asked of him last year. I think Jabari, like I still have faith for him for next year. Like you said, it's a pure upside play. I think it'll be solid, but last year he wasn't ready to have the workload he had. Yeah, yeah I agreed. I think, I mean, I don't know if anybody on Houston was ready for the workload that they were supposed <laughs> to have because nobody Tyrese worked. was. I, yeah, I guess so. But, and listen, Steven Silas just was like, no, nah, I'm just not, I'm just not going to, you know, I'm not going to give you uh, any, any minutes. So like Jabari Smith Jr., third, third pick in the draft, second pick. Yeah. Third. Third. Yeah. So he's. I think that he has like his defensive potential is still really, really like high high for me. And I think that he can he's gonna be able to do a lot of things on defense and kind of help out this Rockets front court. And I think that him and Dylan Brooks is gonna be a very, very good like foundation, especially like for Shangun, who is wow. not the best defender. Like they're gonna be able to cover him up a lot. And I think that even if he doesn't make the strides offensively that we thought, because coming in, we kind of understood that like his offensive game was going to take some time, but he should have been able to kind of, you know, hold your own on, on defense. He had he had the tools to be a good defender. I think we're going to see more of that this next year. So that's why I'm putting him right there. Yeah, I can respect that. 
It's yeah, it really just all. comes down to if his shot's falling or not. Like, he has yeah. to be an effective spot-up shooter right now because he can't create for himself at all. And if his spot-up jumpers aren't falling, he's going to look really fucking terrible. Yeah, exactly. Thanks. Regardless of the fact, he's going to be a productive player in the NBA just because of his basic skills. He can shoot, Hopefully. play defense, and he can stretch four. So, yeah. Hopefully. I like the list. Yeah. <laughs> if he can actually shoot. We'll see. Man, oh, man. I hope so. But... Here comes up my list. Um, so, honorable mention, skinny head poke Poku, man. I love his game. <laughs> Why? I love his game. It's so aesthetically pleasing. It's not great. It's not consistent. Poku's game is aesthetically pleasing? Yes. He's a, he's a super, yeah, he's a super. I'm not trying to get disrespectful, so I'm, I'm going to sit this one out. I will. I think Poku is a social construct. I think he is there to play minutes at the end of the seasons when they tank because they don't want to win games. I think Poku is a meme that the Rockets GM is, is conducting against the rest of the league. To, to, he's going to convince people that he's a prospect just so he can put in a bad player to help them lose games down the stretch of every season. Exactly. That's why I put him at <laughs> exactly. as my exactly. honorable mention. On he did list. not make my list. He is 31. <laughs> Number 30, though, is Kenyon Martin. 29, Trey Lyles. 28, mm. Zach Collins. 27, Torian Prince. And 26, John Collins. Pains me John Collins so is so low. That, John Collins that's, is not that bad. That's a, I know. That, this, is, this is the nastiest propaganda ever because if he did not no, get traded, no, John Collins no, would be top no, 10 on Mo's list. No. This is me. No. This is me making character development. All right. This is what <laughs> okay. I, this is this is this is this is wrong for you to say, Donovan. All right, I go ahead, do what I'm supposed to do, and I take my bias to the side. And just for that, I want to go ahead and up, up, update my list and make him top 15. Like how I truly <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> but no. I had John Collins. So it's, listen, your ranking of John Collins compared to mine might be the biggest gap of any name on any of our lists. Are you like, serious? This could, wow, this is gonna be a massive gap. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's crazy. I, I, I'd love to hear it, um, but when it comes to John Collins and his how he played specifically last season, like he belongs to be here. Uh, I, all the names ahead of him, I think that he, I, if all the names ahead of him were placed upon the Atlanta Hawks, they would have probably been a been had a more productive season. As soon as his fingers went to poop and he couldn't shoot, that like killed off half of his productivity on the court. And then on top of that, what he's best at being a lob threat, his touches got diminished. And, you know, the Hawks are just in a weird state of flux and they didn't really prioritize him much at all. So he didn't really. Yeah, I think he's more of a victim of circumstance. I think he'll have a bounce back season and we'll be like, oh yeah, he's still John Collins. We'll see if that thing, I know it's like a, a running thing now. Like, oh, are his fingers fucked forever? Is that why you can't shoot? I don't know. I mean, do his fingers still is fucked? It's ridiculous. Yeah. If, listen, if, if that's the case and he's never able to shoot again, then he'll quickly fall down my list. Definitely. But for now, I'm going to assume he returns to normalcy next year and has a little bit of a bounce back. So I gave him credit. He's not super high. He's not like top ten, but he's top fifteen. I love it. No, well, I'm top fifteen. I love it, he's man. He's top fifteen for me too. You ain't going. Ooh, wow. Hey, man. This is. But crazy. honestly, it's more like a matter of like the names below him aren't particularly impressive. That uh-huh. like it's more like I gave John Collins credit because I've seen him for multiple years be pretty solid, and I'm like giving him benefit of the doubt. It's not That's that great. I love him or anything. It's just that like That's I don't love like Jared Vanderbilt or whoever's behind him. That is great to hear. Who else you got? Torian Prince, interesting. I didn't even think about him. Trey Lyles definitely didn't think about him. Yeah, 
But Trey Lyles. Kenny Martin's a cool pick. Yeah, Trey Lyles went ahead. He was a, I won't say an imp- a super important part, but he played a good role for the Sacramento Kings and turning around that ship. He averaged a solid seven points per game, shooting three, starting beef for no reason. Cool stuff. And then as for <laughs> Torian Prince, he's constantly one of the more like underrated, super solid, super steady threes, fours, whatever you want to call it in the league. And I think for your team, Isaac, he's going to make a big difference and you could quite possibly see him in a lot of closing lineups for this upcoming season. Yeah, I think it's a good signing for the Lakers paid for him. In past years, I remember watching him like when he was on uh, the Cavs, I think for a little bit. He was, was never like, on the Cavs. Wasn't he? No. Hmm? Wrong dude. Who? Am I? Are you sure? I think he's on the Cavs a little bit, wasn't he? No, he was never on the Cavs. What, what, what red team am I thinking of? He was on the Hawks. Oh, maybe I haven't thinking about the Hawks. Yeah. <laughs> Let me see. What, oh, no, I'm thinking the Nets. He was on the Nets, wasn't he? Yes, I think he was think on the so, Nets. Probably. Yes, he was on He was on Cleveland, dickhead, for 29 games. <laughs> he was in Cleveland? Get on his head. Get yes. on his head. Brooklyn traded into Cleveland at the trade deadline one year. He played 29 games on Cleveland. He played 29 games in Cleveland? I mean, in, yes. in, in the... For, what? Yeah. That is so... 2021. So, that is so forgettable. <laughs> I, I remember watching him on Cleveland, like and I was uh, man, I was like, oh, okay, I'm not super confident in my Torian Prince trivia, but I thought I remembered it. But I remember seeing nice. him uh, that season, and I was like, I'm amazed by the fact this guy cannot make a two point jumper to save his life. No two point <laughs> field goals growing in for him. He shot yeah. like a horrendous amount, and I was like, is this guy just really bad at basketball? <laughs> but over the last couple of years, he's bounced back and is a solid role player. So, like you said, he'll be a good addition for the Lakers. Yeah. He's gonna. Be, he's right, a great cool. fit. Perfect fit. Yeah. All right. I guess we move on to the next five. Let's do it. My next five consists of twenty-five Nicholas Batum, twenty-four Larry Nance Jr., twenty-three Grant Williams, twenty-two Patrick Williams, and twenty-one Brandon Clark. Woo! Wow. Okay. I don't I th- feel very confident about the order of these names. I think they're all super close. But like I was like. Patrick Williams versus Grant Williams. What a shit show. I don't know who to how to compare that. Like <laughs> I went with Patrick Williams because he had a really good shooting year and I'm hoping that sticks. And I think his he's very mid at everything, but I think just simply being a six nine defender who isn't like great on defense, but he's six nine can hold his own and be a forty percent three point shooter. If that sticks, then he'll be valuable. It's a pretty low volume. It might be one of those seasons where it's like people are leaving you wide open and you hit them, but you're not really providing a ton of spacing benefits. We'll see what it's like next year when teams adjust. But I don't know. How do y'all feel about this five? Uh, I don't. I don't hate it. I. I feel like Brandon Clark should be a little bit higher. To definitely. Be Think so. I, yeah. Brandon I like. Clark I like Brandon like Clark. He's good. Okay. He's. He's good. I'm, I'm not against that. Yeah. I'm yeah. looking at the teams above him. It was. A lot of names above him are more like the next four names I have are kind of perimeter oriented guys. They're kind of like pseudo threes who mm-hmm. I think are really valuable as perimeter defenders. And Brandon Clark's best ability is he's a really great rim finisher. Like he's a lob threat to the highest degree, but I don't feel like his archetype of defender is as valuable. Like he's not a bad defender; he provides value. I think you're Some completely wrong on that. I think you're completely wrong on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, think just, I just mean you, compared. You, you missed okay. the mark. I am a Brandon Clark fan. I studied this man's I mean. game coming out of college in Gonzaga, dude. I thought yeah, well, that he's this not, man was going to be better than Rui Hachimura. Yeah, well, in college, he was a beast. He was an athletic freak, but that, that didn't necessarily translate as well to the NBA. Like, I remember a lot of NBA draft nerds were in love with Clark, mm-hmm. and I feel like offensively, it's translated a lot, but I feel like defensively, he's good, obviously. He's not a bad defender, 
But like, yeah. for for context, the next two names on my list are Jared Vanderbilt and Dorian Finney-Smith. Mm-hmm. I think they're both really good perimeter defenders that can lock down big wings, which I think is a trait that's a little more valuable than what Brandon Clark brings on defense. So I gave them the nod just for that. But I think he's just as talented. I just prefer that archetype a little more. Yeah. All right. Uh, I uh, think I, I would I would still have him higher. Yeah, I would, I would definitely have still have him higher. I think you're uh, it's hard because we haven't seen him play in a long time because of his did he say his did he tear his ACL or was it Achilles injury? It was one of those two. I think it was ACL, I think. Yeah. No, so it, it was his it was his Achilles. Oh god, it? that's so tragic. Yeah, yeah it was Tough. Achilles. Yeah, that's Ouch. so tragic. That's so tragic. But um before that, coming to Coming into the NBA, his shot was an ongoing thing, and then somehow I got completely jacked up and warped, like Markel Markel False esque. But yeah. regards to the fact, like he still provided a lot of value at the offensive end, not the traditional, you know, value as guys like Dorian Fist or Dorian Finney Smith or anything like that. But his floater game was really nice, great lob threat, um, and he did a lot of like the little things. And when it comes to defense. Him and Jaron Jackson Jr. is a nightmare from hell. Elite so, combo. Like, I just love him as a player. And I think that if you, you know, place him on any other team or on any team in the NBA, point blank period, he provides elite value regardless of the fact. So he's a, he's a top-tier role player for me. All right. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I just I just think that he's he's a great fair pairing on defense with Jaron Jackson because Jaron Jackson mm-hmm. brings that weak side rim protection Unless Jared, unless Brandon Clark do a little more of the other stuff, but like you said, on other teams when he doesn't have Jaron Jackson, I just feel like he's a good defensive player, but is a relatively unvaluable role as a defender compared to other stuff. So yeah. like, if you have a Jaron Jackson next to him, he's great. But a lot of other bench units that doesn't have that, it might not be as great of a fit for him on defense. Another gripe. I hate that I have another gripe, but I have to say it. Patrick Williams definitely should be higher than Dorian Finney-Smith because Dorian was ass during his uh, tenure as a Brooklyn Net. Or oh, you're you're going to hate, you're gonna hate he me. He was ass, though. <laughs> Bro, you're <laughs> going to hate yeah, me. Everybody, dude, they had no playmakers. Dorian Finney-Smith was a role player made to play next to other stars, and their starting point guard is Spencer Dinwiddie. So I didn't necessarily expect Dorian Finney-Smith to be exactly. out here lighting it up like as a role player. Yeah, like, and, yeah and, for he's, sure. and he's one of like... Four small forwards, you know, small forward power forwards that they have. Everybody's just the same height and does the same thing. For sure, I yeah, agree. That team was nasty it, after the dead, as the deadline. It was gross. Yeah, for sure, I agree. But when it comes to just having a hint of creating in his game and being able to flex so many needs on any team, I think Patrick Williams does that. I think DFS does that Who much do you better think than Patrick Williams, Williams. Is Patrick Williams sucks, dude? Patrick he does. Okay, you're mid. crazy as hell for you're crazy for that. He Patrick does not. Patrick Williams suck. is mid. He that man does is the not most, suck. one of the most. That man's one of the biggest draft disappointments the last five years. I that, think partly that's because of the situation that he's in, and also I don't think he probably he's in the perfect have situation for him. He's not in the perfect situation. If you're a top four pick and you're the fourth fifth option on a team, how in the right mind are you saying that's a perfect situation? Because he not. shouldn't be a top three. He shouldn't be a top three uh, go to. Uh, what's the word? Option. He's yeah. not good with the ball in his hands. He's okay with the ball out of his hands doing spot ups. He's a decent defender, not great. Like he's made to be a fourth or fifth option, and he's on a team with two high-level creators that needs a big wing defender. Like that's the team that needs a Patrick Williams. I don't know many other teams that would fit to him better. He doesn't need more touches. I promise you. I don't know. I feel like if Patrick Williams had at least an opportunity to fucking breathe, you know, then he could. Possibly... Are we clearing space? <laughs> we we no. running we running ISOs for Patrick Williams. Get out of here. <laughs> no, you're not going in. You're not space to breathe. <laughs> 
<laughs> you're not clearing space for Patrick Williams, bro. Obviously, you don't do that with the structure of your team. It just it is what it is. But if the Chicago Bulls were smart, they would go ahead and give your top four pick the opportunity to to cook and let him run the show, similar to what Mikhail Bridges is doing over there. And are you out of your but fucking mind? Do you wait? He's a top four pick. You have to do that. He's not good at anything with the ball in his hands. <laughs> you don't have to put the ball in his hands. I promise. There's no reason. We see who he is. He is a solid role player that can spot up from three and be a big defender. That's the extent of his game. He is not getting to the rim. He is not pulling up from the mid-range. See? He is not pulling up from three. He is not doing anything with the ball in his hands that is That's valuable. That's your issue. You're too short-sighted. You said you see what he is. You you see what he is, but you don't see what he can be because of the shit situation Bro, over there. The, <laughs> first, off, first off, it's... Let's not act like DeRozan and Levine are just there all the time. I, listen, they are hurt. <laughs> There's been plenty of opportunity for Patrick Williams to, to get run, to have the ball in his hands, to show everybody what he can do when, when everybody else is hurt and on the bench. And he just continues to do, like, mid-stuff. Like, it's, it's fine. He's just not that guy. But, like, listen. but don't... Don't act like the Bulls have done the NBA some disservice by, you know, by holding back Patrick Williams. And listen, Patrick Williams, give him, give him the Dylan Brooks' brain, and we're having a completely different That's even discussion. Worse. Of, no, That's it's even not. Worse. No, it's not. Can we? Can we? Time out. Can we put up my next five while we're on the topic of Patrick Williams? Because at twenty-five, I have Patrick oh Williams. But <laughs> <laughs> he's the twenty-fifth best power forward in the league. He's just wow. he's he's whatever. Right, it's wow. I'm give me Patrick Williams, give me Kelly Olynyk over Patrick Williams at 24. Wow. I have Grant Williams, I have Grant Williams at 23. I have Rui Hachimura at 22, and I have uh, PJ Washington at 21. And that's Ooh, my next five. I have PJ way higher than you. Well, not way higher, but like a good amount higher than you. I think PJ was solid last year. Oh, I think man. I think PJ I think PJ w- was good as well. For me, I just think like, and it's not really his job, but. The rebounding, I would want him to to get a little to be you know a little bit more of a presence on on the boards. Um, and like his shoot, his shooting is is great, but I just defensively, I'm just not in love with the stuff that he does. So that's why I'm dropping him a little bit. But but yeah, so those those are those are my five. I think I think like for Grant, I think Grant Williams is is cool at 23. I know that you're gonna you're gonna hate the fact that like Rui's at 22. I I can Me? I can feel that yeah. Yeah, I don't really care. I mean, I have him higher. Oh, lit. I I didn't really know how to. <laughs> I was I was prepared to come into a fight with you over Rui Hachimura. <laughs> he so definitely. I'm, I'm, man, you think I fucking love Rui Hachimura? No, I'm indifferent. I had him higher <laughs> because just give him credit for the run he's last year when he was finally in a situation yeah. that let him play off of stars and like be on a competent team that could use him better. Because I think, you no, know, that might be a good example where he had the the ability to spread his wings like Mo wants Pat Williams to do. But he was clearly just not built for that shit. And so he went to a team that was more in line with his skill set and he shined. So I, I gave him credit. So I have him higher than you, but I'm fine with this. Think, I'm sure the new, I'm sure I, the names above him are just as good. Yeah, I think the run that he had in the playoffs was like that's that's clearly best case scenario, Rui Hachimura. And in the regular season, like the three point shot just wasn't falling the way that it was in the playoffs. So I'm just I'm I'm expecting a little bit of a of a drop off when it comes to his three ball. And so I wanted like weigh a little bit of that, but his playoff run was fantastic. Like he was, uh, he was, he was great. He was. He I was don't great. Know, yeah. yeah, I don't know how you can see that playoff run and be like, hmm, PJ Tucker or PJ Washington better. No, <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I, I love him. I, I have PJ. I have PJ higher still. Just, I mean, PJ Washington a little higher. I mean, I still think I, I'm still giving PJ Washington credit. Like he's still higher than than Rui. Like. 
I don't. I, mean, I actually, I have them right next to each other as well. I just have them right next to here, so that, that'll be interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Look, Our list looks Kelly very, Olenek very cool. different. Very yeah. different. I yeah, didn't even I, think about Kelly Olynyk. I think I viewed Kelly Olynyk as a center, but uh-huh. he plays. He's definitely plays a lot of power forward, so I respect the pick. But yeah, so I, I, I don't him, know where I would rank him. He's I have nice. him in the same range as uh, Donovan. I agree with that. I think that's a Bet. perfect fit for him. He is one of the better role players in the Let's NBA when it five. comes to just shooting shit. And here's my next five. At 25, <laughs> Kelly Olynyk, 24, Jeremy, 23, Marvin Bagley. <laughs> what the fuck? What? Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Finish. Marvin finish. Bagley. I'll laugh at you later. <laughs> 22, Dorian, 21, PJ Washington. What? You're going to look me in the fucking eyes and tell me Bag- Marvin Bagley is better than John Collins? This past season, Marvin Bagley looked like he could have provided more value for my Hawks. I want you in prison. Marvin Federal. Bagley? My, I'm ready for the cuffs. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Listen, at Marvin least he's Bagley. a power forward. At least he picked a power forward. But <laughs> Marvin Bagley? <laughs> Yeah, what's, Man, what's wrong I, with my assessment? What What do you mean? What's wrong? Marvin Bagley sucks. That's what. That's the problem. And you and you put him over like over okay, guys. Well, tell tell what? us. What, tell, explain the pick because I just if you had Marvin Bagley in your bottom three or four, like I would have been cool with it because he he was a solid scorer with the Pistons. Obviously, can't defend to fly, but he had some. Especially in the late season, it was like one of those things where the season's over, the benches in the game, bunch of like fake basketball going on. He was putting fake up some numbers. Basketball. Yeah, I, I picked him up in fantasy. He gave me a few wins, so I get it. But this is really high for a guy that had like twenty good games on the Pistons. I don't know. I don't think it's one spot below DFS ins- is bothering me. <laughs> what do you say? <laughs> the fact that the fact that Bagley's just one spot below DFS is bothering me a lot. <laughs> I see. Also, say go ahead, explain it. Go no, ahead, go ahead. You, no, you're gonna, you're gonna, you had another grab. I want to hear it. I'm going to kill two birds. It's just, it's just that Bagley's over Jeremy Sohan. <laughs> mm. I just can't imagine like anybody else in the world would pick Bagley over Jeremy Sohan. Yeah, I can definitely... I can I can ration with you when it comes to that, for sure. Jeremy nice. Sohan is very underrated in my eyes. I don't see a lot of players or a lot of people obsessing and jeweling over his, his game like you would I think am. normal people would. Yeah, you're disgusting. <laughs> we know you do much but <laughs> in general <laughs> yeah jeremy soldier jeremy is literally like the type of archetype isaac loves bro but um anyways going back to marvin bagley <laughs> shit going back to marvin bagley when i was putting him on this list i took into account how well he played and the entirely new situation that he's in over there in detroit and i'm like he may be able to do some he did what his did exactly what he was supposed to do towards the end of the season. And I think he deserved this ranking. Like, I'm not here defending my life over Marvin Bagley because who in the fuck would do that? But I don't think the gap is that insane between him and DSF. I like DSF. He provides a lot of value on the court, but it needs to be constructed in this in, in a certain way. But you can say that for any player. Yeah, uh, okay. All right. I, I, mean, I, still, I just I just disagree. I because I think like if the if the only time that we're seeing good signs from Marvin Bagley is whenever he's playing against 
the 16th and 17th and 18th guy on the roster when you can only have 15. Like, if he's only playing against summer league guys in the last 20 games of the season, and that's the only time we see success from him, I don't think he belongs on this list because of that. Like, let me... Let me see him have 20 good games in November or in December, and then maybe we could we could talk a little bit of it. But the Pistons were tanking for a bottom for a bottom pick, and I just I don't put a lot of stock into his numbers there. That's fair. I'm not. I'm, I can't be. I can't be mad at that. I just see the minor slight improvements in in his game, and so that's <laughs> and so that's why I was like, yeah, he deserves this list. I wanted to give him a shout out. I didn't want to leave him off this list whatsoever. I think leaving him off this list and saying, ah, I don't know. I can understand you wanting Yuta Watanabe instead of Bagley, but now that I say it, but I don't really like that thought process behind that. You're a criminal for not having him on this list. Well, <laughs> wow, how they're getting gaslit into thinking we're the crazy ones for not putting Marvin Bagley on our list. <laughs> this is crazy. Uh, <laughs> All right, we can, move on to, we can move on to the next five. We're flying through this list. Obviously, I would reveal number 20 and number 19. I got uh, Dorian Finney-Smith and Jared Vanderbilt. 18, I got Jeremy Sohan. 17, Rui Hachimura. And 16, PJ Washington. Why is PJ better than Rui Hachimura in your eyes? Why is Rui better than PJ? Tell me that first. Why is Rui better than PJ? Because Rui, when given the up, maybe it could be the opportunity thing or whatever, but Rui signed in the brightest age. And, and could, ugh, that is a good-ass question. Yeah, I mean, what's the, like, like, like it's, I'm leaning towards Donovan on this one where he had a really good run in the playoffs, but that's like a 17-game sample size. If that, I don't even know how many playoff games they played. Probably something like that. 16. Okay, sure. And P.J. Washington did it for a whole season. Like, he's a solid, I think he's a more talented player. Has more, well, maybe not say that. Maybe I shouldn't say that. I'm uh, I mean, clearly I have him very close for a reason. I think they're similar molds. Same tier. Offensive leaning fours. Yeah. Same tier. I really just gave it, it's really just sample size that P.J. Washington had a really good season overall. And Rui got hot at the end, but yeah, it really comes down to that. It's pretty much that simple. Yeah, but when he got hot, he got hot in the most important key yeah. moments, which I think should give him the notch because well, that's why he's number seventeen, right? Like before that, he yeah. was averaging like nine points a game and being very mid. Like he was not yeah. particularly good on the Wizards, so like it's a very small sample size they're going off with him. So I think I'm being pretty generous putting him this high. I think I'm giving him a lot of credit, assuming he'll carry and that carry that uh, progress going forward. It's also a contract year. He had everything to play for. Now he got paid. Yeah. We'll, we'll we'll see if that carries over. Yeah, I, okay. I'm honestly more worried about putting him too high than too low. That's fair. That's very fair to say. I didn't put him All that right. high either. All How right. do you guys feel about uh, Jared Vanderbilt's ranking? Um, uh, I, I like it. I like it. I actually, yeah. and so like, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna say my my list next because I actually like changed it. Um, just a just a little bit, but so at twenty, I have Jeremy Sohan at nineteen, and I should have asked you guys before this because ESPN had Anyeko Okongwu as a power forward, so I put him there. Um, he, yeah. So like, he's how you how you feel about that? Yeah. He's a center. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. So yeah, but ESPN the the list that we we're using had him as a power forward, so I put him there. But um, so I had Anyeko at nineteen, Brandon Clark at eighteen, Vanderbilt at seventeen, and then DFS at sixteen. Um, I listen. I like DFS a lot. I've been I've been a very big DFS fan for for a long time, and I think like him being right there at like the midline in terms of power forwards is good. I think like like Isaac was saying earlier, when you give him an actual point guard and not just you know four four power forwards, like he can be very very helpful. If he was anywhere else, 
we would be looking around at DFS and be like, yo, he's he's it. I think like during during the Mavs run that they had to the Western Conference Finals, he was very clearly the third best player after Luka and Brunson and his ability to play defense one through five, guard a whole bunch of people, be a be a very, you know, solid above average three point shooter. I, I like DFS a lot. Yeah. He had a lot Honestly, of timely shots. I think I should put him higher. I have him this low right now because of how he looked in the nets. I kind yeah. of think I might let that weigh against me a little bit. I kind of want to move him higher. Do it. You know what? Do I'm going to move him to 16 as well. I'm going to move him up past P.J. Washington. Yeah, because nice. I, I love, like, I love the We agenda. had several years sample size of him being really good with the Mavs. He was like a premier wing defender. Mm. And I think I let the shit show, the nets, sway me down a little bit. Like I think looking at it now, also, I didn't have a ton of time to do this list, so I didn't put as much thought into some of these picks. I wouldn't rather have Jared Vanderbilt than Finney Smith, especially after what we saw in the playoffs last year where Vanderbilt kind of, against a certain matchup, becomes unplayable. Yeah. yeah. yeah I, there's, I, I'd rather have Finney Smith. That's very fair um, because there's no situation in hell where Dorian Finney Smith is unplayable, and it's, I don't want to say super easy, but it's not, it's not rocket science to scheme out Vando because of his offensive limit. Uh, his offensive yeah. capabilities and his limits and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. So I definitely agree. I, I could definitely agree with that. Even on my list too, something that I noticed that I did, I'm like, ooh, he does definitely is not better than this dude. Vando on that topic. Um, So bringing up my list right now, at 20, I have Rui Hachimura. Okay. 19, Vando. That got to be swapped. And I would definitely, I would definitely knock down Vendo a couple of tiers or whatever. Not a couple of tiers, but a couple of slots down. Eighteen, Grant Williams. He appeared okay. super early on my list. Seventeen, Christian Wood. Super good player. Sixteen, okay. Brandon Clark. I think my propaganda was showing a little bit there, but um, there's my list. What do you guys think? Anything stand you, out? You listen. I, Isaac, I, I already see Isaac, Isaac's package. You put Christian Wood on it. Get, listen, I put I put Anyeko Okonwu as on, on my list. So it's like, listen, we we get a pass. Everybody gets a pass. It's fine. <laughs> we just it's just funny because we just clarified before the episode started. Donovan asked, "Is Christian Wood a center?" And we agreed he's a center. <laughs> and he's still yeah. just, it always makes your way onto your list. <laughs> yeah, I know. I I, I know. I, I like, listened. I, like I heard Mo. it, and I was I like, like I'm just gonna put. He's him a free thinker. <laughs> <laughs> I put Aside there, from the fact that Christian Woods the center, I I have Grant Williams lower. I just think that he's a high floor role player. He's good at what he does. Very low ceiling role player. I think he's not going to offer you a whole lot. He's just going to plug and play, do his three and D things. So I is that I not what Dorian like, Finney Smith does too? Like no, Dorian, fin- Dorian Finney Smith is a better defender and he's yeah. a better three point shooter. So, I don't know about the three point shooting part. I'm uh, yeah, that, but. But defensively, yeah, I think Dorian Finney-Smith is actually a, an impact defender and like above average, like on that. legitimately really good de- perimeter defender. And I think Grant Williams is solid, but I wouldn't say he's like anywhere near elite at any defensive skill set. Mm. That's probably okay. a difference, but I, I, I don't hate it. I mean, it's semantics. Brandon Clark, yeah. I, I respect the Brandon Clark push up that high. I, I don't have a problem with it. Yeah, exactly. And don't mind the Vando thing too. I would definitely swap that. I think swapping Vando... For uh, yeah, I was, I was DSF, it's probably good. It's probably a good swap too. But other than that, um, yeah, I pretty much stand on my list so far. Right, yeah, cool. it's, it's, it's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, Vando and Rui, like we're all putting Rui above him easily, but that's honestly just like playoff bias for us. Like 
Randa was really good all regular season. It's just the Warriors figured out how to scheme him out of the game. I mean, the Nuggets. And is that enough I, to like? I think if you're schemable, you like if you're schemable like that to the point to where you can't play, then that should easily be enough. It also depends on the team, though. He couldn't play because they have AD, who isn't a shooter, so they couldn't have both of them on the court at the same time. If he was playing on a team with a stretch five, then he could stay on the court. He's kind of just victim of the specific circumstances he was in. That is true. But with the way he was schemed out, man, you're right. That has to do with some bias. And there's just, yeah, it left a distasteful taste in my mouth. But even then, like, I still feel confident. At least he's in this range. Yeah. yeah I, it's just it's weird ranking Rui because he's so not good for a long time and then Brandon he got really good. So it's like how yeah. much do we trust it? I think I listen, the the Rui ranking is just like his whole career where it's like, oh like the flashes are there, but like is it actually gonna happen? And so then yeah. that's and so that's that's why you just end up putting him in like in the bottom. Yeah, third. like maybe he just had a flash at the right time to stick with us, but he'll come back next year and look like a fucking milk dead again. Like we don't we don't even know. Yeah. Yeah. All right, but we'll give that respect for now. Yeah, which which is the next five? Fifteen, I got Bobby Portis. Fourteen, John Collins. Thirteen, Tobias Harris. Twelve, Aaron Gordon, and eleven, Paolo Bancaro. Wow, you think John Collins is better than Bobby Portis? Crazy! (laughs) It's not like that's a high bar. It's just just, it's it's just Bobby Portis. (laughs) Yeah, it's Bobby Portis, but he does a lot, man. So does John Collins. John Collins had a rough year. Clearly, the addition of DeJounte Murray did nothing to help him. It hurt him immensely. He had less touches to go his way and combined less offensive touches with the fact that his jump shot wasn't falling last year. A recipe for disaster. And I'm just going to... I'm going to give it one more year because I, I, before that, was a fan of John Collins for multiple years. I think he had transformed into a very productive high-end role player. And I'm just I'm gonna give him one more year before I write him off. I'm gonna see what he's like in this new situation he's gonna be in, where he's playing next to another forward who can stretch the floor, a center who can give rim protection, something he struggles with. And I, I think he'll have the space to do a little more of the ball in his hands since they don't have a lead guard per se. Doing a little and, bit more of the ball in his hands is not in his bag, other than like easy, quick, like two seconds post jump. That's what I'm stuff saying. Like that, but that's what I'm saying. That's what the that's what the Jazz are great at. The Jazz has a really free flowing offense, like. Look what they did with Larry Marketing. They made him a star because he doesn't have to run pick and rolls. He doesn't have to do all this stuff. They put him in positions to have advantage shots a lot. They get him open. They get him going on back cuts. Larry Marketing became a ferocious dunker because he had so many free lanes of their system. I think John Collins can do something similar. And I just think it's a very complimentary fit with Larry Marketing. I so hope the, it is. You know, this, I have him this high because I expect he'll be this good next year, not because he yeah. was last year. Okay. And I'm the c- yeah. complete opposite of that. I had him that low because <laughs> of how he performed last yeah. season. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Honestly, we're going off of last year for the most part. So As for, th- I, your, it, your, your line of thinking is more objectively fair for what we're doing. I'm, I'm just giving him Ben for the doubt because I like him. It's fair. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah I, lo- I fucking love him. He was my favorite player on the Hawks. Oh, you're but- scarred. You, this, this is personal <laughs> for you. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, no, that's, it's not really personal. It that's it's the bias. Bro, I, it's okay. It is what it is. I trust me, bro. I, in my uh, history right now, I have a Utah Jazz John Collins jersey loading. Should be at my house. In a couple <laughs> <days. Yeah. laughs> Don't let him average twenty. You're buying all three colors. Those are jerseys. <laughs> On God. <laughs> uh. <laughs> all right, all right. I'm gonna I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go through my next five. So at fifteen, and so this is where my list is. Uh, everything was kind of changing, but at fifteen, I have Bobby Portis. 14, I have John Collins. 13, I have Tobias. 12, I have Paolo. 11, I have Porzingis. Wow, Porzingis sighting already. Okay. 
Your Porzingis so low. Yeah, wow. Okay, so 11 Porzingis, 12 Palo, 13 Tobias Harris. What was 14 15? 14 was John Collins, 15 was Bobby Portis. Okay. Gotcha, okay, uh, cool. Interesting. The, the Porzingis stuff, I so I do feel that this is a little low. And as we continue to go into like into the rankings, like I probably overreacted while I was making this, but I don't but I don't hate it. And I, I don't hate it for this reason. I think that Porzingis like on that wizard squad, I'm curious to see how much of that like translates to to Boston. Like I don't know if I'm so much of a believer of just like everything that he did and like just how good he was in Washington, because um, he was he was really good and he was really he was able to to put a lot of things together. I just don't know if that's going to yeah. be the same thing now that he's on a team with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown rather than Kyle Kuzma and Bradley Beal. I think in terms of just straight up skill and what he can do best on the court he's insanely valuable and that's why he's not he's not top 11 on my he is top 11 he's not he's not placed where you where you have him at and but in terms of just like what he's actually going to do on the court is he going to put up 20 every night for the Boston Celtics necessarily I don't think so I don't know I don't think that's like going to be asked or begged of him you know but for having someone that big that tall can be a three level score if you ask him to, but mainly like I, I see him thinking about the deep range shooting, which he dramatically, he has always been a good shooter, but the deep range shooting he added into his bag and then talk. And then I haven't even started. I haven't even mentioned the shot blocking that he has in his game too, which is one of the best in the entire NBA. So I just imagine the Boston Celtics showing the best parts and, everything about Porzingis. I love, I love Porzingis, man. And that's fair. That's fair. And I think that like, I, I agree with you that I think that his shot blocking is going to be on display in Boston. Offensively. I just, I, he, it felt like at least like statistically, it felt like he took a leap going, going to Washington. And I just don't know how much of that is going to translate over to this next situation. So I'm like already, I'm not giving him the benefit of the doubt where some other guys were. And there's also just like some major overreaction once we get into the top 10 of this list. So that's, that's where I'm at with Portuguese. I love it. I love yeah, it. I just, as you were talking, I went quiet because I was adjusting my list. I had Porzingis a little too high, I think. Though I thought about it some more and I, I moved him down a little few couple spots. So I have him closer to where you have him. So I don't think it's crazy. Wow, man, that's so crazy. Yeah, I think I'm not do thinking it. about it. I might have Porzingis a little bit hot, too high on my list, but I'm not going to make Nikhil's life hell. I'm just going to keep it there, and then I'll explain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, actually, fine. I had him at seven before. I just moved him down a little bit. Dude, I literally had him seven. at eight. Wow. <laughs> I had I him at down, eight. Though. Yeah. What, what, let's do your next five first before we get to top ten. Okay, so, woo, 15, P. Will. <laughs> <laughs> you are drunk. <laughs> oh, I'm not. You just crazy. don't see the vision. He's a good player, man, who just does Go, things at a low wait, volume. Wait, say, That's say all. your five. Say your five. Say your five, and then he will instantly 15. defend what you need to what you need to defend. P will fifteen. Kiss my ass. <laughs> Fourteen. Bobby <laughs> Portis. Thirteen. Tobias Harris. That seems well. We all had Tobias Harris at thirteen. That's quite universal. I love that. Um, Twelve. Aaron Gordon. 
<laughs> Great player, bro. Damn, is Aaron Gordon higher? Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Aaron Gordon is not on your list yet, Donovan? That's kind of crazy. I thought, oh, shit. I thought just it's massive overreaction. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're on one, bro. Holy shit. Um Paolo. Is crazy. Yeah, that's that is that is <laughs> y'all, nuts right y'all there. are gonna hate me. Y'all are gonna hate me. <laughs> Do you have him at like six, you sicko? <laughs> I hope not, bro. I he does, not. you fucking weirdo. No, it's, it's not a six. It's not a six. <laughs> okay. I hate I hate that, bro. But here's right, my list. You're on trial. You're on you're up there. The bailiff's looking at you. Explain Patrick Williams at 15. Life I put on the Patrick, line. Okay. Similar reasons as to why, not similar reasons at all, really, but <laughs> I just believe that if Patrick Williams is in a different situation, and if the Bulls got their shit together, I was like, yo, we just want to start it all over, scrap things, let's be mid. Patrick Williams, be our mid commander and just lead us to mediocrity while you continue <laughs> to develop your game. He will do numbers, bro, and he will be great. <laughs> he will not be. Who? Gives a fuck if he can be good on a mid team. If he can't be good on a good team, why is, is he valuable? Crazy. Bro, he is good on a mid team. What do you mean? He's what are you talking no, about? He's, he's good at his role. Yes, he is. What are he's, you talking about? You act like he's ass. He's not. The Bulls you know, are the, the Bulls are mid now, and he's still not great. So like the surest sign about? of a player being disappointing, bad, whatever word you want to say, is if an entire fan base hates them. You Dude. go on Chicago Bulls Twitter. Everybody hates Patrick Williams. They what hate is his ass Patrick Will supposed to do? You have Demar Derozan, Paul, uh, Zach Levine, and Vucevic on your team. Like he, he shouldn't, he shouldn't be asked to go ahead and grow into a role or get more touches than all three of those guys. So it's like, why are you saying that name? You're saying those names like it's the Golden State Warriors. That is a. Those are very. Those are, those are names you can definitely do things with. He could, if not. he was who you think he is, he could have did what McCall Bridges did and develop into a really high level tertiary ball handler like he did next to Booker and Chris Paul. Patrick Williams could easily do that next to DeRozan and Zach Levine. Those aren't you just see, world breakers who demand every touch. You see, I agree with that sentiment, but it's a little bit different because McCall Bridges was actually. Like good. the ball was in his hand. Yeah, it was good or whatever. But the but the <laughs> ball was literally forcefully in his hands and they had absolutely no other option or choice to what go. What does that to. mean? The Bulls the, listen, the Bulls have been looking for Lonzo Ball's knees are cooked and they've been looking for a point guard for two years. They've been looking for somebody okay. to run the offense. And if Patrick Williams was as good as you say he is with the ball in his hands, he would have stepped up. And started to be a better ball handler and started I, to facilitate things, and he has not done that. I did not wake up today thinking that I will be harassed for having Patrick <laughs> Williams for 15 on my list. I do not agree with this. YouTube, take this video down. I am filing complaints, and you guys will see my lawyers in the morning. Patrick Williams, That's you hilarious. deserve this 15, my brother. Keep on doing you. What they call him, the paw? Do you, bro? <laughs> Maybe just me and being an absolute slut for offseason videos. They get me every time. <laughs> do you, wait, time out, time out. Okay, no, 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 no. I was kidding. I was kidding. I was kidding about that. Okay. I was no, kidding. no, no, no. <laughs> but do you not understand that, like, you just laid out your best case scenario for Patrick Williams? And in the best case scenario, you called him mid commander. <laughs> That's if what the he... best case scenario of him is mid. 
How is he already there when he's not in the best case scenario? He needs to be in position to be mid commander in order to elevate his game. And that responsibility needs to be placed forcefully placed onto his shoulders. A la Macau Bridges when everybody literally went out. No CP, no D book. Okay, my boy, you the next one right now. He needs to be. That's where he's at right now. That's where he's at right now. What do you mean? People are there. Bro, bro, Lonzo, Lonzo is not there. And you think that like. And Lond- I'm not talking their, about their point guards. Their there point are guards, touches to go around. They went out. The Bulls went out and signed Javon Carter <laughs> to, to run point for them, to run, to run back a point for them. They want people to run point guard. They want people to help facilitate the offense because Levine's not doing that. DeRozan is not doing that. Booch is not doing that. You have your three guys that your offense is going to, uh, is going to revolve around Patrick Williams if he was resourceful and actually thought about his career would step into that role and make himself more valuable than what he already is. And he, Fun fact. Ha- he has not done that. Fun fact. Patrick Tell Williams me. averages the same amount of turnovers as he does assists. <laughs> oh, yeah. That is not a good sign of somebody who could do things with the balls in their hands. Be- because he's not. Look, man. What, can you, A real quick question, Isaac, just out of curiosity. What were the turnovers 1.3 free throw attempts a game. What were one of the Yuck. turnovers to assist uh, numbers for Macau Bridges when he was on the Phoenix Suns? Let me see. Probably not very good. For he's also not a very third good year. Exactly. That's Let's what I'm see. saying, dude. God damn Let's it. Kiss see. my ass. <laughs> I'll tell you. He third average, year. Third year. Actually, nope. 2.1 assist, 0.8 turnovers. Oh, that's because he has fucking Chris Paul on his team. Oh, wow. Oh, there, see. There not, you now you're making me? excuses. That, no, it's yeah, not, it's, it makes sense. What do you mean? It makes I mean, sense. Why would, why would Chris Paul's presence mean Macau Bridges turns the ball over less? That's irrelevant. No. Because do he doesn't have numbers? any opportunities do you see the to turn the ball Nikhil over just, because it's not in his hands like that. see the numbers like Nikhil that. just picked up? Yeah. Without DeMar DeRozan, he hasn't even <laughs> averaged 10 points per game. <laughs> no, that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a nail in the coffin. You got to stop talking. Who, who, who's, whose team are you Ten? on right now? 10 <laughs> points per game. <laughs> whose team are you on no. right now? Uh, no, this is a nail in the coffin. I'm not going to lie. 9.8 points in 1.4 <laughs> in 81 games. That's a full whose season. Whose team are you <laughs> That's a full Listen, season. Can you can you please can you please adjust that question we for DeMar DeRozan and Zach Levine, and then I'll put the nail in the coffin. Both players, and then I'll put the nail That's, in the coffin. Shout out stat views. This is hilarious. God, please, <laughs> it's not it's not working for both. Uh, here's without Levine. without Levine in 21 games, 11.9 points, and 1.6 assists. What a fucking world breaker. Ooh, man, this is. This see, is bad. You, do you see that? You see that jump though? You see that jump in points? <laughs> <laughs> he averages ten points now. He averages one extra point when Zach Levine isn't there. P will will definitely he's not, make listen, me proud. He's not. He's not like that. And the fact that we have just spent a good part of this section on Patrick Williams' discourse again is ridiculous. Can we let's let's get yeah, to the top ten? Let's get to the top ten. Let's go to the top ten. You guys should be. <laughs> What an all-time debate. This is a TD3 classic. <laughs> the Pat World uh, episode. All right, next up, at 10, I have Draymond Green. I had to fight some demons and lower him. At wow. 9, I have Kristaps Porzingis. At 8, I have Julius Randle. At 7, I have Evan Mobley. And at 6, I have Lowry Markkinen. Nice. Wait, what? Oh, oh, you you moved stuff around? Yeah, Nikhil okay. just has it written down wrong. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. So, gotcha. I'll say it again. 10, Draymond. 9, Porzingis. Eight Randall, seven Mobley, six Markkinen. Okay. 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 I can I can get with that. I can get with that. I man, hmm. with the I way Mobley was playing. Ugh. So first things first, I will say is like Draymond is 
the hardest player to de- yeah. debate yeah. and discuss about in like yeah. history of the NBA because like he's only valuable to an X amount of system. And if you take him out of that system, he's still so valuable. But like in terms of just everlasting effect, he probably doesn't have that. So it's just incredibly hard to rank him. He's like the best role player in NBA history. So I think like this, he deserves to go ahead and get this type of ranking. Um, gosh, yeah. The, I the reason that mm-hmm. I like Draymond a lot, he could be yeah. lower. The only reason he's at ten is more about the names above him. I think proves that they're really good. Like Randall, I think last year he's he's so off and on. Twenty twenty one, he was awesome. He was like the fourth best power forward in the league, probably third for some people. Twenty twenty two, he was terrible. Probably dropped to like twelve. And last year, I thought he was pretty good again, so I bumped him back up. And I just think the next, the four guys above Draymond are like legit all-star level guys and Draymond just isn't that anymore because he just gives you nothing on offense these days so it's nothing to do with Draymond being worse it's just the fact that I think these other players have passed him up a little bit I gave Porzingis credit for showing that he can finally handle an offensive workload and look like the idealized version Knicks fans thought he could be this year with the Wizards just nobody watched the Wizards so a lot of people were ignorant to how good he was but that's the only name if you want to put Draymond above Porzingis I'd understand Draymond could go anywhere between like 10 and 7 maybe 6 if you really like trying to sell yeah. me on into an argument but I <laughs> I ain't mad at that <laughs> look on. at this tweet Mo, look at this tweet Mo, why do you have so many tweets in this like category man uh, listen uh, that was 2022 that was a mean type <laughs> Some, somebody, somebody replied you never beat in the daddy mojo allegations <laughs> <laughs> look that was, okay, look, that was because nah, bro, your Twitter's nasty, dude. Listen, that was just a me. I was typing way too fast. I'm a fast typer. That's all you I know. You that's, put that's, everything that's what, in caps, like that's that. A, is what we call that is what we call a Freudian slip. You had ejaculation on the mind. <laughs> <laughs> what time was it? It was it was too early today for that, dude. Okay, Three fifty nine. You are a sicko, midday. <laughs> I think you were. Too many times, too many times we have talked about I Mo think, and ejaculation. I Listen, this is too much for me. I think that was the first week of your House of Highlights internship. You were in the House of Highlights offices <laughs> in New York City thinking about Draymond Green. Please stop. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, it this started in June, man. That was, that was, uh, no. This is too much. God, man. Okay. <laughs> Can we can we talk about serious things, please, Donovan? Can I see your list? Yeah, let's. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I'll, t- I'll tell you. The, wait, wait. My this is where the overreaction comes. All right, let's let's go to my my ten through six. At ten, I have Evan Mobley. At nine, I have Aaron Gordon. Oh, go to hell. At, <laughs> at, at eight, I have Draymond. Seven, I have Zion. Six, I have Lowry. I would like to flip Mobley and Aaron Gordon right now. I understand. I understand what I did. Listen, I apologize. It won't happen I, I again. It won't I happen again. That. Look me in the eyes right now and tell me why Draymond Green is better at basketball than Evan Mobley. Listen, Draymond be doing stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Draymond be doing stuff. What does that the mean? The difference is Draymond Green plays with Stephen Curry and Evan Mobley yeah. plays next to fucking Jared Allen and Isaac Okoro. That's the difference. <laughs> that Listen, is that man. is true. I think I think though that for that for Draymond. Draymond, Draymond's defense is still like wow. even at his age, his defense is still amazing, and he's able sure. to and he's able to sniff out stuff. And even with even with the lineup of like of Steph up top and Clay Thompson, like it, he can have 
not not great defenders on the perimeter. And because you have Draymond there, you're still going to be a competent defense. And he's able to to like mask a lot of mistakes no matter who's out there on the perimeter. So I value his his defense a lot. And offensively, I like his facilitating more than I like whatever Mobley does offensively. I don't think that his bag has grown a lot since he's come into the league. His his shooting is still not there. Listen, Draymond shooting obviously isn't there, but at least Draymond can set other people up, and I don't feel like Mobley is there yet. So that's why I have Draymond above Mobley. Yeah, uh, I think I th- I understand that. That's why I kind of want I lowered Mobley a little bit for that reason too. But I think it's like I said because he's playing next to Jared Allen and Isaac Okoro. There's just like no spacing around him. So. I just think if you have a big who's incredibly talented defensively but isn't a spacer, having him play with another non-spacer is just not setting him up well to succeed. If he was the center or playing next to a stretch five, I think he would look a lot better. He wouldn't be forced to take as many like weird elbow jumpers. Yeah, that's 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 true. Uh, I just I just also but like they their lineup and like the Cavs roster is so perfectly set up for people to stagger and like for for any one of the two guards to play with any one of the two bigs. And I just feel like there should be moments where when he's not playing with, with Jared Allen, I don't know what the what the splits are. Um, this is just purely off of high test. I just feel like those those are the times where he should be actually like showing, oh, like if we get rid of Jared Allen, then we can we can cook with Evan Mobley and it just hasn't felt that great in those yeah, in those moments. I mean, he still averages sixteen points per game and sixty percent on two point field goals. Like it's still pretty good. Yeah, it's that is it's great. It's good. It, that my my thing about about Mobley's offense is more about creation for himself rather than like just the scoring um, and being able to to just be a little bit more more versatile. And I I would want him to to shoot a little bit more. And I just think that like the fact that the fact that Draymond can there's there's been times where like you need Draymond to shoot and he will, and it's been like a, a bigger moment. And he'll like he'll do it if it's absolutely necessary. And for Mobley, I just don't think that that's there right now. So I I still want Draymond over over Mobley. Yeah. Okay. That's not bad. My list, yeah. my top, my next. Can we talk about Larry Martin is... over Zion real quick? We just ignored that part. What the fuck are you on? Oh my god! You know exactly <laughs> what I'm on. Oh, I forgot. You're just like you're disgusting. If you man. played less than so and so games, I'm picking the guy to play more games because we're ranking the most healthy apparently. I wanted I wanted to give Zion credit because when he's out there, he's fantastic. But he played 29 games last year. <laughs> he played 29 games. Yeah, 29. And then the year before that, he didn't play at all. And then and then 2 years before that, he played two he played 29 games again. <laughs> That's so crazy. It's ridiculous. It's just the 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 amount of games played is so low. I just can't do it. I can't bring oh. myself to do it. But when he did play those 29 games, Mans was an MVP discussion and the Pelicans were towards the top of the Western Conference. That's How fine. That's that? that's fine and that's great and that's why he's that's Listen, Zion is so great that he can only play 30 games a year. We're still going to be like, yeah, he's a top 10 power forward in the league. <laughs> but I'm not giving you top five over if You're you can't. so mad at where I rank Zion. <laughs> if you have Zion top three, I'm going to scream. This is just ridiculous. He can't no, play. He can't play. And that's a problem. No, I get it. Listen, Kevin Durant's number two. He plays 50 games a year. So I just, more, I just guess picked... what? Guess what? Kevin Durant plays 50 games. That's like double what Zion plays every year. <laughs> Think about that. Think about that. Uh, that's funny. Yeah I, yeah, I just, you know, I'm just going based off of when available because I don't even want to, 
I think it's such a mental exercise to try to be like, how do I parse if this injury was luck or not? Obviously with Zion, it's not luck because he's just fucking always hurt. I just yeah. completely set that aside for my rankings. I'm just going off what they do when they're on the court. If you're if you're going to account for injuries, I totally respect that. I just chose not to because it makes things much easier to be one-to-one. But I get it. Yeah, not that. Ugh. Man, seven feels oh. kind of crazy, though. But let me go ahead and do some defending of my own. All right, listen. I have Draymond six over here. Ignore that. Bump okay. everyone up <laughs> and place him at number 10. I think that is the most ideal spot for him. But okay. outside of that, I pretty much stand There's on everything. There's so much just movement imagine. in our list as yeah, this spot is going on. So you went yeah, from Draymond from a six to ten. You were just like you were convinced because I know, yeah. Because when I when I was talking to you when I and I saw a ten, I'm like, huh, that's a good spot. He's extremely hard to rank because, or yeah, he's extremely he's extremely hard to rank because of how much value that he provides to his team. But just because he provides value to that team specifically, he's in like the dream heaven scenario. Doesn't mean that yo like. If you put him on the Knicks or if you put him on a random team like the Sacramento Kings or whatever, he would still provide value, but it's just not at that same level. You know, a lot of not just because one team sees him as this doesn't mean that he's going to be exactly that and bring that same type of evolution to the to the to, the, to whatever organization you put it on. So, yeah, um, that flexes a lot. But regardless of the fact he is a top 10 power forward. It's going to be very hard to have conversations with him like in the like five, ten years from now, because if you look at his career stats, it's a whole lot of man. But the impact is real. The impact is there. And... You got them triple singles going on. Yeah, exactly. OK, yeah, so exactly. you have 10 Draymond Green, nine Evan Mobley, eight Larry Markkinen, seven Porzingis and six Randall. Yeah, six Randall. I find myself hating on Randall a lot and I wanted to put you... a little. Huh? Larry Markkinen is way too low. You think Lowry's low? Hell yeah, Lowry's low. You got Porzingis above Lowry. He's yeah. Well, that's mainly because of defense for me. Lowry's assault. What's wrong with Lowry's defense? Lowry's defense is completely fine. It's fine, but it's not better than Porzingis. And I and I for now, I think Lowry's offense is is better than Porzingis's, but it's not like a crazy margin whatsoever. It's the defense that sways it for me. In the value, okay. I guess, I guess that's that's. Okay, I guess it's not crazy. Yeah. Uh, uh, I put Evan Mobley at nine because seeing the way he got bitched out in the playoffs and just, like, absolutely brutalized by Mitchell Robinson hurt my soul to see. So even if he does get moved to the center spot full-time and if the Cavs eventually, I think they'll do it, end up moving him or end up moving Jared Allen so Evan Mobley can shine, I, I worry for – I worry for his back. I worry for his thighs because that man was getting moved like a unit. It was ridiculous. <laughs> I worry for his thighs. Yeah. He can't handle it, What a bro. quote. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's, like, he's 21. He'll, he'll, he'll yeah. add muscle. It'll, it won't be an issue that much going forward. I hope so. Okay. Shout out to Randall. Randall Porzingis at seven. That's where I had Porzingis before, but I thought about it more. I moved him down to nine. but So it's not insane. I just think that Lowry, like what Lowry did last year was like incredibly impressive. Like, I think it's easier to put Lowry in the top five than it is to put him down at wow. eight. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I mean, he was pretty efficient last season, too, with all the amazing stuff that he did. I can understand it, but I see the two, and I'm like, Porzingis could do, I don't want to say the exact same thing to discredit him, but, like, you know, like, Porzingis is that, I think, 
over the last few years, of course, like he's had so many injuries and it's just been like so up and down with all the the two past teams he was on and whatnot. But I think for the when he joins the Boston Celtics, we will see the vision. And I think you, I think universally all around, if you really think about it, put Larry Mark into the same situation, or whatever. And I think you know, I don't know. I just feel I think I think Porzingis is just overall the more valuable player. Okay. Okay. Versatile. I love it. <laughs> All right, we can go to the top five now. At number five, I have Pascal Siakam. Use. Wow. Four, no, five, I have Jaron Jackson. My bad. Okay. At four, I have Pascal Siakam. Three, Zion Williamson. Two, you, Kevin Durant. You one, Giannis Antetokounmpo. You sicken me. Wow. <laughs> Three? I told you I'm just not trying to do the injury game. I'm just like, it, I'm just eliminating that just to, for all things being equal. And he's, if we're going off of how good he is when he was on the court, he's clearly the number three. Like, it's not even remotely close between four, five, and six. But like I said, if you, if you want to do the injury thing, I get it. I just, that's so hard to parse because then we'll do, do it to Kevin Durant as well. Do we put Siakam above KD? He plays way more games. Like, three's, it becomes such crazy. a thing. Three's crazy. I think when it's flagrant, like Zion, like, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. That's fair. Yeah, it is very flagrant. But, like, I don't know. I mean, if Siakam wowed me, like I didn't think Siakam wowed me last year. Like he had a really strong start to the season, but mm-hmm. the team was so dysfunctional that the, the, the team all fit horribly together. Like nobody really impressed in the second half of the season. And I don't want to hold that too much against him. That's why he's still number four. But it it wasn't a, it wasn't a circumstance where Siakam was incapable of succeeding. I think his yeah. jump shot fell off, and he he's part of the reason why they're mediocre because his play stopped being as as good as it was early in the year. Mm-hmm. So if he would have like been like just as strong as he was in the first month, I would have eh. gave him a nod. But it was just like nobody wowed me enough to put Zion below them. Uh, I don't know. I feel like yeah, while his play did not like hold up and maintain to the strong start that he did, like it, I, it was not only his play; everyone's play around him was pretty mediocre. Yeah. Fred VanVleet was meh. Scotty Barnes meh. Old Giannidova was cool. Nothing about that team was like stood out, and I think. Pascal Siakam was just plagued with the midness that was going on around him. But yeah, outside of that, yeah, it's not bad. That's not bad. I put him differently, but um, that's not bad. I like it. Yeah, uh, again, if, if you're going to count injuries, obviously it's understandable to put Zion lower. I'm just not accounting for that in this. So if I'm just going off of how good they are when they're on the court, he's clearly mm. number three. Yeah, okay. okay. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, Zion is <laughs> such a crazy man. <laughs> yeah, so hard to rank. What? What? It's gonna be so weird because he's gonna start the season next year healthy, and he's gonna look like a god again. And every ten games, I'm like, well, do we have ten more? Do we have ten more? Like we're gonna keep having to hope that. So yeah, it's gonna exactly. be perpetually hard to rank like him. I just, I can't live like that. <laughs> Thank God you're not a Pelicans fan. <laughs> Thank the Lord. All right, can we, <laughs> let's let's get my next five in here. At five, I have Jaron. Four, I have Julius Randle. Three, I have Siakam. Two, I have KD. One, I have Giannis. Wow. wow, I do not like Randall over JJ. I know that you don't. I think there's just no world where I think what Jaron does is less valuable than what Randall does. Like being the defensive player of the year and being a stretch big who can do some things attacking closeouts is a solid finisher at the rim. Again, the best shot blocker in the league, much more valuable than what Randall brings. Can he consistently isn't playoff elevator yeah. in any way? Plus, I will, I will say I, for for Randall. The first playoff in 2020, 2021, whatever year that was. And the Hawks were real Stinker. Yes. Stinker. Yeah. All, all-time stinker. Last last year, like, the ankle the ankle was, like, it, was, it was an issue, right? And listen, 
I'm, I don't want to like make excuses, but like I don't I don't think that Randall is like for sure for sure just a choker like he was in 2020. Also, that 2020 team had absolutely no offensive creation around him. Like it was he was getting triple teamed in in the playoffs. So it's like it is what it is. But for Julius, I think it's like he's a better scorer than than Randall. He's a um not than Randall. He's a better scorer than Jaron. He's a really good rebounder. Now that he has Brunson around him and he doesn't have just all the playmaking duties and all the offensive creation um, on his shoulders, his passing is, it's, it's okay. Like it's not, it's not bad. And he's not like the same black hole that he was two years ago. And so, and like defensively, he's cool. As, he's cool as well. I just think like the, that the total package of that is very intriguing to me. And I like that a little bit more than what, than what Jaron does. Um, so yeah, so that's why that's why I put him at four. If you want to put if you want to put Jaron at four, it's okay. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna argue. Uh, but I do like the complete package of what Julius does. Yeah, I get that. I just, I just view it as I think Jaron's defense is more valuable than Randall's offense, and then Jaron's offense is more valuable than Randall's defense. Okay. Mm. Now, now listen. Also, this this isn't like involved in the in the rankings. I didn't take this into consideration. But when we're talking about Jaron. Does it bother y'all that he doesn't play like thirty minutes a game? Does it bother y'all that he just like fouls everybody every every five minutes? <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I, mean, I don't like it. I wish he didn't. But like, yeah, for the team, for the the Memphis Grizzlies were kind of spoiled because like if he does file out, it's like cool. You have another in my mind. I will I will classify him as damn near an elite defender in Brandon Clark, but Isaac Dixon. So Relax. I think you have that the Memphis Grizzlies had that luxury. And as soon as he was gone, it's like, damn that on top of like Steven Adams was going through his health things or whatever too. That was like, that put a lot of pressure. And in that instance, it's like, okay, Jerry Jackson Jr. Can you not be egregious when it comes to just throwing yourselves into people's bodies and stuff like that and just doing mindless things. But um, I, I can see your gripe with that. It's and just, that's been it's an issue with him since he was in college. Like, yeah, like he's been in the league for what is this five years now, and he's never played over. He's never averaged twenty nine minutes in a season. That's that crazy. is crazy. That, that's why. That's wild. His lowest year in terms of like fouls per game was last year at three and a half fouls a game. It's well, just, well, well, the way I view it is the fouling is I just think, egregious. I agree, but the fact that he still leads the league in blocks despite yeah. that. And still, the defensive player of the year, despite that, shows yeah. insane value on defense. And am I it, tripping? It does. But listen, but they was they was lying about his numbers though out there in Memphis. They oh was, they was that wasn't true. <laughs> they was that bad. Yeah. No, hilarious. but three blocks a game at twenty eight minutes—it's pretty crazy. Yeah, and I, didn't he miss like a large chunk of the season to start off the season last year? Yeah, I think he came back yeah. in November and to still run away with blocks is out. Righteous. It just shows the type of defender that he is, and you better hope that he doesn't ever like fix these fouling issues, or else he like... won't. <laughs> he won't. I mean, it's just uh, it's just clear. Like five years in, it's just clear. Like you're just not. He's just not going to not foul people. I hope. Yeah, and I, th- I think you said does that bother us? No, because I think like you said, that's who he is. It's baked into the value. If he didn't have that issue, then he would be even higher because he would be more valuable. So like, that's just like baked into my mind of him. Is that is who he is as a defender? That's the pros come with the cons, and you weigh it how it is. Yep, and luckily for the Memphis Grizzlies, they know that they accepted it, and they just they constructed this team beautifully around him, um, and have a lot of reinforcements to go ahead and. Back I mean, but they, were, I mean, like, 
I mean, you say that, but they were they were mid without him. Like Ja was there healthy at the start of the season. They were still like right around five hundred with Jaron. Like his, you know, like they and Brandon Clark was healthy. Stephen Adams was healthy, and they still couldn't get their their defense together. Like I, I understand just how good Jaron is, and his defense really is kind of like the engine of what makes Memphis like a great team. Because I actually don't think that they he's he's that good to where you can't just take him out and expect Brandon Clark and Steven Adams to pick up the slack. Mm. Yeah, they definitely need him. But yeah, Brandon Clark is not walking through those doors and holding their defense afloat. Sorry, break to you. <laughs> Brandon Clark <laughs> is valuable, man. Educate yourself. <laughs> He's on my list. I agree. <laughs> God. All right, what's uh, your five? It's funny what's because five, uh, my, my five, I think, is the exact same five as Isaac. I didn't even adjust anything. It, just, it is what it is. Um, Jaron Jackson, five, I think five for all of us. I'll be in cahoots, man. Four, <laughs> Pascal Siakam. Three, Zion Williamson. When he's there, he is hitting. Katie, three, Giannis, one. I don't think there's much to talk about over there. So what do you guys think? Interesting how – is it, so there was, was there any thought between Katie and Giannis at the top? Hell no. No. <laughs> Hell no. It's not even a thought. Hell no. Yeah. Not for a, I agree. Not for a second, dude. There's no logical <laughs> thing to do that. If this was like three, four years ago, yeah, sure, it's a conversation. But Giannis has taken the lead well, to where what? I I'm gonna I will say there was a point last season before Kyrie decided to just blow the mm. entire Nets, you know, Nets team up. There was a point where it was like, hey, is Kevin Durant the best player in the world? Because he was hitting he was hitting on all cylinders. His defense was fantastic. He was playmaking. The Nets were winning. They they went on some crazy streak. And I think, like, if Durant is at his best on both ends of the floor, you kind of, like, the fact that he's seven feet and unguardable and he can do everything from the perimeter, if he's above average on defense, there's a very, like, good argument. I, I don't think now, now that Jokic just kind of, like, solidified it, it was, like, it's kind of like it's it's him and then everybody else or well, not everybody else, but like Jokic clearly has the one spot right now. But at least during the season, I feel like there was a there was a point where you could legitimately make an argument for KD as the best player in the world. So like yeah, I so like if so like I I Loki feel like he can he can make it a conversation this season again. I feel like that's a phony conversation though. Like I don't think anyone yeah, seriously I think takes start. He's in the conversation for best, but you would never actually pick him as best. Like if you're in the rankings, I mean, you're maybe, hard, you're never maybe if he if Kevin Durant Kevin Durant is out here scoring thirty, right? Only taking mid range jumpers, shooting like fifty five percent from the mid range, and then he's still great on like. And then you if know he's who else doing, is doing that? Giannis Antetokounmpo scoring thirty, only dunking and being <laughs> one of the best defenders alive. So like everything you're saying for him, you can just apply it to Giannis, who's also a better passer. And a way better defender, even when KD is doing well on defense. Giannis has no back, and so it's like, <laughs> and, <laughs> and they so, still can't so stop like, from scoring thirty. And it's like, I, I don't know. I think if if Durant what year is, is able, this? Giannis has no back. What the, are we in twenty nineteen? I mean, <laughs> we're in the he, man. He, I love it. He doesn't. It doesn't matter for him, but he doesn't have a bag. Like that's just. It's just like a thing. Like, if anybody who can score thirty-one points per game with no bag, then if that's the case, then the word he, "bag" is meaningless. Oh, are, you, are you for real right now? <laughs> Here you go. It's absolutely irrelevant. If you can be one of the most efficient scorers in the NBA at thirty-one points per game, I don't give a fuck what kind of bag you have. It is irrelevant. I disagree. I think that. I think that. I think that. I just, <laughs> not even a def- how. Listen. Like, because I think that if. 
if you have two players and both of them are scoring 30 and both of them are super efficient, and now we start talking about, okay, once we get into like a playoff scenario, like how, how are we going to scheme? And one person has a myriad of ways in which they can score and the other one has, you know, one or two or less, you are easier to scheme against than X player. And so I that's, and so that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, if, if on paper you're saying this player can be schemed out, this player can't, you pick the one that can't. Giannis cannot be schemed out. We're so past that. In the past three playoff runs, last year he was hurt. Just do what you want with information. Obviously, he wasn't playing 100%. If you want to hold it against him, go ahead. Year before that, he looked like an unstoppable god against the Celtics with no co-stars. Nobody schemed him out of shit. Year before that, won the championship. Nobody schemed him out of shit. Like, we're past the point where we're going to act like you can scheme him out because all he does is dunk. Like, Listen, he's so much more than that. Listen, I'm gonna get Grant Williams on the phone. Grant, oh Grant, <laughs> Grant, listen, say what you want. Grant Williams low key be playing Giannis like really well, but great. He'll I, 29 instead of 31. Good for Grant Williams. I'm just you know saying. Also, I'm just saying. You know who What's also up? gives Giannis fits? Onyeka Kongu, man. I cannot wait until the Hawks give him the keys as a starting five. He gives <laughs> that man fits. Giannis don't know what to do. He looks like 20. 2013 Giannis. Whenever he goes up against the Kongu, it's ridiculous, bro. It's one of the most awkward things to see ever. But against yeah. the Celtics the year before last, being guarded by Grant Williams primarily, he scored 34, 33.9 points per game, 14.7 rebounds per game, and 7.1 assists per game. Listen, he scored about 30 of them on Al Horford. <laughs> he scored four of them on Grant Williams. <laughs> Series before that in the finals, 28 points per game. Conference finals, 35 points per game. Semifinals, 27. First round, 31. You cannot scheme Giannis out of the game. I don't want to hear shit about a bag. It does not matter. See, you, you, talk, you talk about first round when they play in the Bulls. Like I'm talking oh about every God. series. I didn't know them all. How are you going to only talk about that one? See, I didn't Giannis, every series. Yeah. Bags matter. Yeah. Bags matter. And I, I, I do. To most people, not to Giannis as an Akupo. <laughs> Did it matter to Shaq? No. See, doesn't matter to Giannis either. Yeah, Giannis has a Jan sports bag and. We we all love it. It gets the job done, and KD has all. It's not like even dance port. It's not even dance port. It's the little like plastic clear ones that they give you at the stadium to, to like. No, it's not a great bag. It doesn't matter. The bag can't be closed. Top yeah. is always open. <laughs> Weird analogy. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if that worked. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but again, he he's like one of those players that like. Is that the conversation with any of the other physically gifted players of the last however many years? Doesn't matter how many moves Shaq has, you're not stopping any of them. Doesn't matter how many moves 2012 LeBron has, you're not stopping him when he runs straight. It just, just doesn't matter. Facts. But which one, which one would you rather have though? I'm picking all those players above Kevin Durant. Sorry to break it to you. No, the the, the better, <laughs> even though I'm not on your side, Donovan, which one makes a better TikTok edit? That's the question, bro. Great. <laughs> oh, it's clearly it's clearly Katie. Oh, Fantastic. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. I think that's our list. That wow. is the top thirty power forwards in the league. That yeah. was an interesting one. Lots of movements. Lots of adjusting on the fly because none of us have very strong opinions about these lists. <laughs> <laughs> the power oh, forward man. position is is so weird, and I think like we talked about it with the two and the three, but it's also. It's also the same at the three and four. Where it's like it's just a whole bunch of guys in the league right now that are like six five to six nine, and everybody's playing every position. Like you have yeah. point guards and you have centers, you and know? you have everybody in between. And it's like exactly. I don't, yeah. I, don't, I don't know what these guys exactly. Are. This list was hard because a lot of people that nominally play the four for their teams are really small forwards. Like a lot of guys, like um, 
LeBron might, you could say maybe he's the four, but he's a small forward. Maybe Keegan Murray or Harrison Barnes, whichever one you want to pick. But honestly, they're both really small forwards. So yeah. the talent was depleted on this list because there's a lot of there's a lot of teams play two small forwards. What it comes down to. One of the greatest lies ever told in NBA history, or you could say NBA like draft history, because it was more in that it was more in that vein, is that tweeners are bad. In today's NBA, that's all you look for when it comes to yeah. players being able to be on the wing from two to like four. That's all you yeah. need, bro. Well, yes and no. I think tweeners still tweeners change though. Nowadays, tweeners are the guys that are the size of a power forward, but they're slow footed, so they have to defend yeah. centers. Like a yeah. Montrez Harrell, he's the modern day tweener where it's really about defense these days. Of do you have the mobility to guard fours? Because fours are small forwards now. So if you're six nine and you're slow, you can't really have a place in this league. Yeah, exactly. But in general, like Montrez the tweener Harrell. thing was between threes and fours. And over time, yeah. like, you know, that's been the biggest thing. A lot of, I remember, who was, like, someone who got crucified for being a tweener? I think it's Tobias Harris, probably the most. Um, for being a, I mean, Draymond Green, that's a quintessential example. Yeah, he dropped, yeah. fell because he's a tweener, but then he became, that became a strength of his, and he became the greatest tweener of all time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly, bro. So. <laughs> oh, my God, where did you find this tweet? <laughs> Look at his when neck. Was this? Oh, was this shit. Tweet? I don't know. When did I tweet this? Oh my god, bro! Was this the COVID era or oh, 2019? <laughs> Damn! Nikki was doing his research. Nikki was doing oh his research. Oh my god! Where did this? I forgot I tweeted this. <laughs> Yo, I'm dead. That's hilarious. Yo, that's hilarious, dude. Look at his neck, man. This just don't look right. <laughs> Shout out Hannibal Burris. God, the audio bro. listeners. Nikhil pulled up a tweet that says, I'm going to tell my kids this was Draymond Green. And it's a picture of Hannibal Burris on a red carpet. <laughs> <laughs> I tweeted this in 2019. Uh, wow, <laughs> stuff. Oh, bro, this is a gem. That's hilarious. Yeah, bro. But yeah, man. TikTok time. About time. Oh, my God. What Woo! a transition. What a transition. <laughs> I changed it up on you. Crown As always, are starving. <laughs> we're going to feed them. As always, we're going to begin with the draft. This time we're going to do a draft of only players who play for a California team right now. Current players, which means the Clippers, Lakers, Warriors, or Kings. Let's draft NBA lineups with only players who play for a California team. All right. First Let's pick, go. Wardell, Stephen Curry. Okay, fair enough. Cool. Easy. Second pick, LeBron James. Hmm. Do I want to go LeBron or AD? You know what? You love Second pick, man. <laughs> go ahead and pick AD. Second pick. Give me LeBron James. When healthy, wow. I'm still picking him over AD or Kawhi or all these other guys. Nice. That's all. Can't go wrong with that whatsoever. Naturally, give me Anthony Davis, and I have to double up with Kawhi Leonard. You're going to have Monstrous. 20 games with your core. <laughs> hey, man. This is a one-game type <laughs> thing. I just need you for 48 minutes. Please don't <laughs> let me down, Kawhi. Listen, this playoffs, Kawhi didn't last a full game, so we'll see. <laughs> Next up, got? Ooh, you got... All right, well, next up, I got to take Paul George. Naturally. Dang. Got LeBron and PG on the wing, starting good. Dang, dang, dang. All right. Now we get to the nitty-gritty. Now now, now we're going to start being a GM. <laughs> now we're going to start being a GM. And I think I'm just going to build the Warriors. So give me Draymond Green. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah, I need a, a wing defender. Give me Andrew Wiggins. Ooh, okay, that's good. Wow, okay. Thank God this guy fell to me. Give You're me the Aaron Fox. You're an ass. 
Aaron Fox. I knew you wanted him too, Mo. Too bad. You're an ass. You're an ass. <laughs> All right, whatever. PG's Listen, Russell Westbrook gone. is right there. <laughs> Good grief, man. All right, so at my two, give me Clay Thompson. It's a good pick. Yeah, I can't believe you. You see, I'm building something here. Form. You see, I'm building. Something. <laughs> <laughs> Come uh, on, man. Yeah, give me. Can let him have any continuity. Damn, and then I, bro. There's literally like no guard available for me. Like Russell can I Westbrook interest you in one, D'Angelo Russell. Russell Westbrook is right there. I am maybe not... Gabriel Vincent. Gross, bro. Ugh, that doesn't count now. Uh, okay, now I'm in hell, literally. My my bigs, my wings are sexy as hell right now. Okay, so give me DeMontis Sabonis. I need to snag him away from y'all. Just need oh, to. Oh, I was about to pick now, him. Now I am sabotaging your team because I can't be great. Neither will you. Ah, <laughs> uh, Fuck. Who you want? <laughs> Who's next for you? Give me. Wait, no. Wait, Zubats. Is, wait isn't it Mostert? Oh, yeah. To round this out, too. <laughs> yep. Round this out, too. I'm going to put Austin Reeves as my point. You suck. You <laughs> suck. I have to. Damn. I have to. You Scarcity. suck. Are you supposed to get No, I don't think Mo's, Mo just went. Who did he get? No. Mo oh, oh you're right. Into Cl- uh, I got some bonus right. and I got Clay. Dude, I got Love sabotaged. It. Love Reeves it. Damn, that's crazy. Am I two? I can't even say anything. Give me Austin Reeves. You suck. <laughs> you suck too. Donovan, why did you have to open your mouth? Listen, I was trying to help you. I was trying to give you a third straight pick. It's okay. <laughs> you send him up. It's a, it's okay. It's a, I got the LBJ Reeves connection. It's up. All right, I gotta, I gotta figure out some stuff. At the Bro, you can really build the Warriors right now. Just pick two Warriors players. Yeah. <laughs> Do it for the meme. Do it for the meme. Bro, pick Chris Paul and pick Looney. Please. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I don't I don't want Chris Paul. I Coward. don't I don't, but I don't Do it for the moment. <laughs> Mo took clay. I was trying to do something. <laughs> he messed it up. He should have picked Chris Paul. He needs a point guard. He really should have. <laughs> I am here Mo, right to now. strictly Mo, right sabotage. Now. Right now, I would trade you Chris Paul for Clay Thompson. Blocked. I'm not listening. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to sabotage. Not win, sabotage. Bro, sabotage Mo back. He's going to pick Chris Paul next. Don't let him have him. Make him pick Russ. <laughs> Gross, You know bro. what? Okay, fine. Move Steph to my two. Give me Chris Paul and Kavon Looney. Oh, I got the full Warriors. Let's go. I got the Warriors. Let's go. This man got final form Warriors minus Clay. <laughs> All right. Listen, I'll call you back. Listen, please. we might be better off. <laughs> My turn. Of Give me Ivica Zubats. <laughs> listen, nice. I got a super team. Donovan got a second round exit in real life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Damn. I'm looking at D-Lo and he's looking at me right back. I don't want to do it. <laughs> But I think I have to do it. <laughs> D'Angelo Russell. <laughs> God, bro. I need Now, a this man's maker. defense is anchored by D'Lo at the, at the point of attack and Sabonis on the back end. <laughs> yeah, bro. I am fried. But Clay, Kawhi, and AD going to hold it up for me, man. <laughs> Are they? Those are some old teams. <laughs> some old I hope. I hope, man. <laughs> All right. So, I got De'Aaron Fox. Austin Reeves, Paul George, LeBron James, Yvisa Zubas. Nice. I got 
D'Lo, Clay, Kawhi, AD, and Sabonis. I got CP3, <laughs> Steph Curry, Andrew Wiggins, Draymond Green, Kavon Looney. We're Let's eating. Go! We're eating. Wow, you got the 2024 <laughs> champions. Nice. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I like this team. Damn, Fox, Fox and Reeves would be a sick backcourt. Yeah, I like that. Fox and Reeves would be amazing. I like that. This team is nasty. Yeah. But all right. On to the next video. The next thing we're going to do, a tier list, as per usual. Lit. This time we're going to do a tier list of NBA duos. Let's do it. Current? All time? Current. Okay. So let's put these NBA duos into a tier list. First off, Steph Curry and Klay Thompson. S. It's Steph. No, you can't. You can't put it in it's S. It's because Clay, Clay fell S. off. Clay fell it's off. Think, S. Nah, Clay's taking too step too far of a step back to be an S still. Has to be A. Because oh there's there's God. duos out here with legitimately having two stars, and Clay's just not there anymore. I'm putting. Clay it gonna in prove a. y'all wrong next season, man. I hey, hope not. We, I hope Clay is who he is at this point. Clay's Clay, still really good, but <laughs> what do we hear? <laughs> I can just imagine the ear bleeding meme. <laughs> <laughs> He's speaking down yeah, on your a- name. It is fair. Okay, fine. What about Anthony Davis and LeBron James? S when healthy, but I don't even don't even don't even say nothing. Just cut him out completely for this one. <laughs> Mute button. Yeah. Come on, S, yeah. S. Both elite Next level one. top ten Man, easily when healthy, bro. <laughs> yeah, they're S yeah. still. You gotta give him that credit. They never yeah, helped. Exactly. <laughs> oh my god, bro! Nikola Jokic and Jamal Murray. That's S tier. That's a real yeah. S tier. Yeah, that's the top of the S tier. That's the best duo in the league right now, right? Yeah, it took yeah. a long ass time for people to actually notice this until results actually happened. But with the way they feed off of each other, bro, like it feels like Jamal. It feels like they're literally a match made in heaven. Well, oh, it took a long time because Jamal Murray was gone for two years, so that's fair. <laughs> well, that, well, yeah, while that is true, but <laughs> it's the first year he's back, so it makes sense. <laughs> yeah, that is that is true, but still, points still stands. They feed off of each other beautifully, and per- perfect. Jamal Murray is just like an aggressive, eager shot hunter, and that's exactly what you need alongside yep. Nicole. You can't ask for better synergy passive. between two star skill sets. Exactly, bro. They're on their sync. They're on sync almost all the time. Next up, Joel Embiid and James Harden. F. Oh. <laughs> okay. No, this Donovan, would have been this a is last your time year. to hate. In fact, get it off, Donovan. Get it off your chest. Where are they at? It's all right, B. fine, fine. I was trying to be respectful. F tier. They're chokers. They can't win. <laughs> they can't win in in the playoffs. They're foul merchants. I don't like them. They under they they disappoint every single year. Put them in F. They're a failure. No, so, <laughs> so realistically, they're also not even a duo anymore. James fact. Harden doesn't want to be a duo. <laughs> F tier. Uh, yeah, facts. They gotta be F just because one half doesn't want to be there. <laughs> they're a duo for two more weeks. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy because last year you probably would have said A, but just playoff failure after playoff failure. I mean, would have been guy, D last year. They, they they had another playoff failure last year, in case you forgot. They <laughs> consistently underachieved. Damn. F tier, I love it. There's absolutely abysmal vibes. Plus, they both pull out the fat suit at the very beginning of each and every season, bro. <laughs> oh, for Hardy specifically, he pulls out the fat suit when he's upset. <laughs> yeah, he's upset right now. 
<laughs> He's at Magic City as we speak. <laughs> bro hasn't touched uh, basketball in a fortnight. Yeah, bro. He's next crazy. up. Next up. Fred Van Vliet and Dylan Brooks. <laughs> Silence fills the room. Yeah. Hey, I'm not ranking this one. This it doesn't deserve to be on the board. I hope I'm a, a spot below the list. Please. Hey. <laughs> when it comes to hustle and grind, S. But when it comes to talent, this is G. Guang Dong. <laughs> uh, That's funny. We'll make him a new tier. Hell. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Guang Dong. Yeah. Giannis Antetokounmpo and Chris Middleton. Giannis is carrying go heavy, man. I go eight tier just because I don't know what Middleton is anymore with all the injuries, but like Giannis is still Giannis, so yeah. I'll do it, man. Yeah, it's similar to Curry and Clay, where one side's really carrying. But I have more faith that Middleton can have a bounce back season and get healthy than I do Clay. I think Clay kind of is who he is. It won't shock me if Middleton kind of returns to form next year. Yeah, they yeah. can get they can definitely get back to S tier, but they're in A tier right now. Yeah, yeah. It's like they need to prove it first. Yeah, I don't know. I see a healthy year out of Clay. Even then, though, when I think about just, like, duos and just the overall synergy, I don't know if I would put them at S because, like, I don't feel like they play off of each other as smoothly. Now, maybe it's me acting like a fool. They're I just co-workers? Yeah, not that, it's not that they're just co-workers, bro. It's just, like, the bounce back isn't really there, you know? No, I can't explain it. It's not basketball. It's straight <laughs> or, bro. Maybe just Chris did that, those lumps in his head throwing me off. I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's not you basketball. Just, you just think... You just think Clay is hotter than Chris Middleton. That's all it comes down to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, Next up, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. A. A tier. Come on. Uh, is it A? No, it's S tier. No, it's not S. Why are they S tier? You have to win a championship together. They can't be S. Thank you. No, you don't. What are you talking about? Dude, they're two NBA teammates. They're the only duo right now that has two All-NBA teammates. That don't mean shit. Win something and guess, first, and then I'll put you in S. Thing. Dude, come on. They're S tier. No, they're not. They're not they S tier. They're A. They also choke every single season. I'm not putting Together. them in, in S. Yeah, they're not every A because... Every loss isn't a choke. They're, they're not S because they don't feed off of each other They didn't as choke well this year. They got, they got their teeth kicked in, but they didn't choke. Like, chokes... They, they, they lost. Like, they should have won, so maybe I guess you can call it a choke, but... Choking makes it sound much they worse were than playing, it. Choking? They were playing Caleb Martin and Gabe Vincent and went down 3 0. No, Caleb Martin care. stared you in the eyes and you guys did nothing, bro. <laughs> this man was in Charlotte. He got cut by the Hornets. Oh, okay, you kidding fair me? Enough. You want to put him S? Okay, I, I guess we'll save S for the best of the best. I get it. Yeah. Next up, Julius Randle and Jalen Brunson. Doo doo, man. Ew. <laughs> D. <laughs> D, no, what are you talking on about? Now. Come on now. Come it's on eight. Now. God, I know. Is no, it's C? not. No, it's not. No, it's, it's not A. It's B. It's B or C. I'm thinking B. It's B. Why it's, B? Yeah, it's yeah. B. It's B. B's I fair. mean, Randall, Randall is an all-NBA player. Brunson made, made this ascension. Like, and he, Brunson showed up in the playoffs. Brunson was out here scoring 30 every other, every other night in the playoffs. Like, they have, they have a very good, you know, yeah. chem- chemistry and synergy. Like they're not, they're not, they're not going to lead your team to some like top three seed and some you know Eastern Conference Finals type thing. But they are fantastic. 
They're really good. Yeah, it's two low-level all-stars. It's definitely B at least. Ah, yeah, okay, whatever. My hate did not win this battle. They're be- <laughs> who is C, though? Damn. Uh, do you want to know who's C? Trey Young and DeJounte Murray. Oh, as a C-ass duo. Let's put them in there. C. C for sure. You might tempt me into putting them at D. Look, yeah, say something now. Say something I now, should, Mo. I shouldn't have opened my mouth. <laughs> exactly. yeah, the power of the tongue has exactly. gone to me again. Yeah, that's a C duo for sure. God. Okay, next one. We have Kyle Kuzma and Jordan Poole. Ooh. I mean, what are we talking about? Are we talking about Vibes. basketball? No basketball. No. Are no we talking basketball. about brunch? Because listen, <laughs> they're going crazy at DC brunch, right? If we're talking about if we're talking about the clubs, Instagram, A tier, S tier, I don't know. But I I'm not putting them anything above D. If we're talking about the court, that's not them. That's that's not where their strength lies. Okay. Uh, bro. <laughs> they're they're better off the court. They're better off the court. Just aura, bro. They walk into any scene together, they are an S duo in Washington, bro. Everybody stops and stares. S. By basketball? Yeah, this might be yeah. a D. <laughs> They're F tier. This is F tier for basketball. We can be honest. Yeah, bro. This is going to be... This is easily the most disgusting brand of basketball being played on both sides. <laughs> but they look good right, next, together. <laughs> next up, Luka Doncic and Kyrie Irving. I kind of want to say S because they're both hard as fuck, but... Ah, man. Look... <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> I you don't. know what I mean? <laughs> I don't. What I don't has know what you mean? What has the society turned into? I can't compliment you guys' <laughs> games. <laughs> I'll say I'll yeah. say this. I'll say this. In theory, in theory, this is S tier. Yes. In on the court and results wise, this is a C tier duo. They got yeah, I think we get, they, they got they got together and missed the playoffs. Yeah, I think we give them B. They can't be higher than B because they've done nothing but fail. But they're going to be better next year, let's be real. Like, they're going to be probably A tier. So I think yeah. they belong in B for now. Yeah, their team was depleted, lost out on one of their best, one of the best defenders, perimeter defenders in the NBA. And so, of course, I think, I think you're attaching their team success too much tied together with what they actually are together. And so they are the Kyrie's, team. Yeah, they are. They are the team. But there are other aspects that they needed and they didn't have that. And now they got better at least and so b is very fair for them it could be i want to see i want to say s strictly off of just nah vibes bro nah. but they have they have terrible vibes if we're going off of vibes we're going f luca has luca has has bad vibes i don't bro, i don't i don't like his vibe bro luca lost weight he's coming different this year <laughs> <laughs> all right that is a tier list we got 11 teams here i, I like it <laughs> it's very solid. fair yeah very fair list we did a good okay. job. <laughs> I approve. Next thing we're going to do, we're going to do another thing we did a few weeks ago. We're going to look at some baby pictures and guess which NBA player it is. Oh, man. Yep, Mo, I think, I think, I think you're, the, you're the host of this one, Mo. Generational, yes. Guess the NBA player by their baby pictures. Who is this oh, angry kid? This kid is strong? This, this is crazy picture, vibes. Is that a six-pack? This picture represents <laughs> who he thinks he is his entire NBA career. Or at least as a light. Who he thinks he is. Ooh. <laughs> this kid is strong. Is it Dylan Brooks? <laughs> that base look. Hey, he's, look too, he's too dark for that. I know, yeah. I know. <laughs> look, <laughs> look, I'm not trying to Dylan get Brooks. colorist. <laughs> <laughs> look, man. Who I ain't is gonna this say child? It. 
Hmm. He flexing, is, grimacing. Is this, is this Patrick Beverly? No, this is a. He's in that is, tier though. He's definitely in that tier of player. This is Marcus Smart. No. Ah, uh, this is Jordan Poole. What? Jordan Poole's <laughs> light skin. That is terrible, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Time out for I'm you. Apologize. Look at this baby. He looks like a My bruiser. Bad. Think with your brain. A bruiser. A bruiser. He looks like that. I can't see it. I, I can't see it. Is this Bruce Brown? No, it's not Bruce Brown. I will mm. say he has dreads now. His dreads now. Dreads. Yes. Bruiser. bruiser with dreads. Interesting. He looks like a bruiser. Not saying that he necessarily is one, but who are you talking hey, about? Oh, so he's, he's big for no reason? You could say so. Eric Bledsoe? No, that's a good ass guess though. <laughs> that's a good ass guess. That's a good ass guess. Uh, yeah, oh, no. is this is this Lou Dort? No. no. <laughs> that's a funny guess. No, that's a, that's a, that's a solid guess, but no, not Lou Dort. Bruiser with dread. Who has dreads? Uh, that, dreads? Yeah, can't remember. Which conference is he playing right now? East. Plays in the East. Who are the dreadheads? He plays in the Eastern Conference. It's not Robert Williams, is it? No, this is not Robert Williams. (laughs) You said this photo right here, what? Is this Drew Holiday? You are warm, but it's not Drew. Ah, Oh, my goodness. Who is this man? Jay Crowder. Oh, this is Boss Man. This is Jay, man. baby. Jay Crowder had to play an NBA game in like eight months. Nobody's thinking about him. <laughs> <laughs> he got played. Oh, man. He, this, this baby right here is ready Come to inflict some pain. This is Jay Crowder, man. That's hilarious. We don't care about Jay Crowder <laughs> like that. He's like that, bro. Shout out to Jay. That's funny. No, right, next worth. one. What's the next one? That, yeah. that kind of made me upset. Next yeah, one. Who Damn. is this kid? Is <laughs> this baby Yo-Kish. take up the entire baby. screen. <laughs> <laughs> damn. I know that fucking forehead anywhere. That's Nikola Jokic. <laughs> Holy shit. He said, damn, yo. Uh, what gives it away? The forehead? Really? Gerber, baby. Everything gives it away. Look at those cheeks. <laughs> this man got a fucking softball on his head. Damn. See, I thought for a second you would think this is Luca. Only two options, nah, clearly. That is a cabbage patch kid. I recognize that fat face anywhere. <laughs> he really does look like a doll. <laughs> damn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. dead, bro. Yeah, he, got, he really got the same face to this day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This man did not change whatsoever. <laughs> like he's like, he kind of looks like he's from like The Shining or something. It's kind of scary looking. His eyes are just <laughs> mad blue. Facts. Yeah, I don't like him. Move on. Same haircut too. Consistent. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this kid? Oh, that looks real familiar. He. Yep. Oh my oh, goodness! It's on a whole lot of tongue. attitude. Who is this? Ooh, he got a Scooby Doo shirt on, or Scooby Doo overalls on. Oh, who Ooh. is this? Who I is this? I know who this is. This boy do not like to listen, bro. And they carried Ooh, on to his means. adulthood. Ooh, this—he looks real familiar. Look at the ears. Mm. Look at the nose. Look at the eyes. The lips. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're mad central over here. <laughs> yeah. Who is this child? He doesn't like to listen. He don't what like to listen, bro. What conference? He's big. That's all I'm going to say. He's big. He's big. He's not like like that, but he's a big. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he looks so familiar. Who is this? Yeah, bro. <laughs> you didn't answer my question. I said. It's not Jalen Duran. It's not. I, I, 
Okay. He's in the West. The James Wiseman? No, oh, it's Western not James. Conference? Yes, Western Conference. He do not like, like to, to listen, listen, bro. Don't like oh, to listen. Oh, oh, this is DeAndre Ayton. This boy can't do shit. I told you to do this one thing. He can't do it. Yes, it's DeAndre Ayton, bro. Look <laughs> like his mom used to give him hell back in the day. God. Yes, it's DeAndre Ayton. Yeah, I see it. <laughs> wow. Yeah, bro. Y'all are killing it. Yeah, this I, is a crayon eater I, I, I thought right he would have looked bro. much older. DeAndre Ayton's like 27. He looks 72. I thought, I thought he would have looked 56 out the room. Uh, <laughs> no, he came into the league a grizzly vet for sure. <laughs> uh, Next up. Who? Next what? up. What is baby buddy? <laughs> Eat what? God. Baby hungry. <laughs> Come on now. You picked the worst baby picture. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Who is this kid? He is not oh, in the league anymore. Oh, he's, he's not, not in the in league? league? No. I was about to say, this looks like... This looks like Zion William adjacent. <laughs> what no, am I supposed to gain from this? Zion. This isn't a straight on face. This is crazy. <laughs> this one of the greatest players at all time, and he's a big. What is Shaquille O'Neal? I don't know. Damn. Fat phobia? Yes, this is Shaquille O'Neal. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Can't believe that was the first that was the first guess you had. Damn. <laughs> I thought I had the most round NBA player I could think yeah. of. <laughs> Yeah, I, the wide, the 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 widest of the mouth just is scary, bro. Like I didn't know, baby. Yeah, could... that's that's Mr. Potato Head. <laughs> I'm sure you could have found a better picture than this. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> this this is goes to football. Like this, this, <laughs> I just guessed. Uh, <laughs> <wow>. <laughs> Next Funny, one. Bro. Next. Who is oh, this Paul kid? Pierce. That's Paul Pierce. Don't even, don't even say it. That's obviously Paul Pierce. That was fast. That was fast. There we go. He, listen, he looked like a menace back then. He's still a menace right now. Get, get Paul Pierce off so my screen. Get Paul Pierce so much like Paul Pierce. <laughs> All right. Oh, that's, Who is this kid? That's Drake. That is Mr. Dominican himself, Jason Tatum. <laughs> no, it is Come not. Come on now. Ron Lightskin. His hair is not like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's close. The Daddy Granger? No. Ooh. No, that, look, that looks like Tobias Harris. No. Good guess, though. Bro, Tobias exactly Harris is like not Jason like that. Tatum. It does look like Tatum. He's a good-looking NBA player now. It does not look that. like. It does not nah, this look looks like, like De- Tatum. This looks like Denzel Valentine. Damn. Oh, is this Jalen Green? No, it's not Jalen Green. Jalen Green is <laughs> That was a bad guess. That was a bad yeah. guess. Yeah, Jalen <laughs> Green. Denzel Valentine. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good guess. Denzel Valentine is who, man. I'm not going to be mean. I'm not going to yeah. be mean. That, <laughs> I got to find his baby picture next. It's uh, not LaMelo Ball. Who is this man? That, he was in the same. Let me not say that. Oh, let me not did. say that. that. Tyrese Halliburton? No. No. It's not Tyrese. No, no. But this not hair Tyrese. is throwing me off. It looks Devin like. Devin Booker? No. no. No, not Devin Booker. That's a good guess, Bro, though. This. Uh, I don't know. I don't this, know. This kid looks like he's just, he's just too good. He's a nice guy. Kelly Oubre? No. He's a right nice name. guy. He's a nice guy. I wouldn't say he's necessarily good at every good at anything, but cute kid. Hmm. So you're saying he's a handsome wow. NBA player who's light skinned and he's trash? Yes. Huh. <laughs> good description. <laughs> I mean, listen, we're getting to a point where it's a lot of those. So I, I, don't, I, don't know. <laughs> I don't know where to go with that. Let's see. It's a lot of beige kids. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're filling up the league. Was he a top 10 draft pick? Uh, Yes. 
Okay. He was top 10 a couple years ago. Who is this kid? A couple years ago. Yeah. I think the cheek structure and the ears kind of give it away, but let's just stick to the cheeks and the smile. Handsome NBA player. Is this Kevin Knox? Kevin is ugly as hell. (laughs) What? (laughs) He looks like a mutant turtle. What the hell are you talking about? He looks like, dude, who's that dude from the Fantastic Four who's (laughs) like so dramatic? (laughs) Dude, who's that dude from the Fantastic Four who has like no skin? He's like Sandman. Kevin Knox is hideous. What? You know why I take that to heart? Because someone said I look like Kevin Knox one time. That's why. That's why. (laughs) That's why. You look nothing like Kevin Knox. I know. That's what I said to this person, too. Do I need to state the obvious to why? Like, what the fuck? God, bro. Yeah, I have no idea. Over. You said top ten pick. I'm still trying to think. Top ten pick. It's not a Michael Porter Jr. It's not. No, my MPJ is a great guest though, but it's not him. Is this Ben Simmons? No, this dude's a bum. <laughs> Lonzo Ball? <laughs> no, it's not Lonzo Ball. He's a bum. Yeah. Who he's are a these bum. bums? Is this Jarrett Culver? Jarrett Culver is black. What are you talking about, man? <laughs> God, this kid is black too. <laughs> but he's not, we're not that we're not, we're not gonna do that. All right, we give up. We're gonna take time. All right, this is Kelly and Hayes. Good grief, man. Oh, he's a scrub. You see him for oh, real now? Okay. Yeah. yeah, I guess. I don't be I thinking about scrubs. I never, <laughs> never would have got there. Yeah, that's funny. Oh, that's funny. Okay, I see it. I see it. <laughs> Next one. All right. Who is this kid? That's Christoph Porzingis. <laughs> no, that's a good guess, though. Damn. This is not Chris Stops. This is the wrong white boy. Wrong tall white Shit. boy. <laughs> There's only a few of them. Is this Walker yeah. Kessler? No, no, no. This is Larry Markinen. No, it's not. Ah. Uh, no, the, the hair the hair's a little bit too straight. Yeah, oh. Larry got that curliness in his hair. Oh, uh, you're right, you're right. Tall This is he's tough. This is blonde. Tough. He's a blonde white boy. He's a blonde I, white boy. He looks like Yeah. Looks like a cool kid. In tune. I'm is this Grady Dick? You going? You going? Yeah, it's Grady. Yeah, Let's go! there you go. That's a, that was amazing. That was amazing. You thought I you got me with the curveball? Fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm I said on this one. I said there's not that many white boys in the NBA right now. <laughs> <laughs> and for Grady Dick, he stands out perfectly. That was great. Yeah, there's only so many blondes. <laughs> All right, who is this kid? Oh, that's he's wearing a wizard jersey. Who is this? Who is this? Oh, is this, I thought, this jersey. Is this Jared Dudley? But that doesn't mean anything. Jared. What? Jared, Jared Dudley. Jared kind of looks like Jared Dudley. He kind of looks like Jared Dudley. Jared Dudley was around in the segregation so. days. This is not Jared <laughs> Dudley. Plus, that man was forever bald. And no, that is not Jared Dudley. <laughs> this picture okay. is too new. <laughs> Who is this guy? Don't pay attention to the jersey. There's too many of these light-skinned babies with <laughs> no curly hair. I don't know who these people are. There's too many. Uh, it's not Jason Tatum, is it? No, it's not Tatum. Nah. You show me any light-skinned baby, I'm guessing Jason Tatum first. <laughs> no. <laughs> you got to throw it out there. You know the epidemic Tatum. we're under? <laughs> it's just Jason Tatum every time. I don't know. What <laughs> it's uh, mad bro. Jason Tatum's in the league. <laughs> hey, He's every light One thing that I will say is that this, this <laughs> He's guard. He's in Houston before the light-skins. This baby is a guard. He was born to be a guard. Look at how he's cradling that ball in his hand. Oh, that's Jordan Poole? <laughs> no. With the carry? He's carrying just like Jordan Poole. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Russell? I'm kidding. Um, is this Jalen Suggs? 
you're super hot right now, but no. Cole Anthony? Wrong light skin. All the guards are light skin. Damn. Uh, <laughs> Anthony Black? <laughs> yes, it's Anthony Black. <laughs> well, well, Stop picking these rookies, man. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Anthony Black. I haven't seen their face enough. The eyes give it away, man. Damn. My next guest was Markel Fultz. <laughs> yeah. All <laughs> oh, light skin. Bro, next one. Uh, who oh, is this God. kid? That is Beetlejuice. <laughs> I'm trying to give me trouble, man. Yo, crazy. Beetlejuice is crazy. Nah, this is wild. This is uh, a current player? Why does it make look like Is this a foreign player? No. No, it says a current player. Oh, uh, current player? No. This baby looks like he was like raised on a farm. He's just, like he's like wearing these overalls. Not a current I, player. Not raised on a he farm. He looks mad like 1950s. He was not hey, 1950s. This this was wearing a Kango. Kango hat. Is it Zachary Randolph? No, that's a okay guess, but no. Wait, you said not a current player? Not a current player. Recently retired. This recently retired. How well, about, maybe how not officially retired. Not not recently. Is it, not recently is retired. Is this Rajon Rondo? Is this Rajon no, Rondo? it's not Rondo. Not Rondo. Is it Tristan Thompson? That's a good run. No, it's not Tristan Thompson. Tristan just got kicked out of the league, bro. He didn't retire. <laughs> <laughs> that was unwanted. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Recently retired. Who's next on the? This looks like list? a civil rights baby. I don't know. I don't know who fits the mold. Is this J.R. Smith? No, you're kind of close though. Not J.R. Smith. You're not. You're not close to me at all. Oh wow! That's a <laughs> he just lied up. Yeah. Yeah. I had to get. I had to, oh, I had to is this? Issue. Is this Udonis Haslam? No. It's not Udonis. Dang. His baby <laughs> was a big retired. man. Small oh, okay. That's all I had. DeMarcus Cousins? No, you're close. Oh, close, close, close. is this Dwight Howard? Yes. Ah, my Damn, this man is on fire. Yo, <laughs> Good job. how do you know what these babies look like, Isaac? <laughs> I know everything. All right. <laughs> how many more we have? Who Ooh. is this kid? Oh, I have no fucking clue. Baby's a smiler. Yeah. This baby has like a very defined face for a what little What type head. of hair is that? Okay, time out, time out. Hey, that's hair, the, we should, that we should, should be, be, to, we be able one to of the clearest things. The hair is very just, weird, bro. Is this DeJounte Murray? I don't even know. No. Nah, not DeJounte. This, that, this, is, this is what people call good hair. This is... <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, dang. I shouldn't... Uh, the, this like player is on the last legs of his NBA career. Hmm. Hmm. Very defined face, awkwardly enough. Yeah, that's a. Ooh, who is this man? Super Last notable. Legs of his M- I don't know why he has a football in his hand. Dis- disregard that. <laughs> On the last legs. Last legs of his NBA career. Man is a ring chaser. Is this what Udonis Haslam? No, it's not Udonis. <laughs> <laughs> it will be black and white. Let's be real. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so he's a ring chaser for real. Not yeah. a lot of ring chases in the league right now. Wait, is he ring chasing right now? You could say so. It wasn't his choice. <laughs> say so. What is that? Oh, this is Christopher Emmanuel Paul. Yes, this is Emmanuel. <laughs> Look at that happy baby. Let's go, man. dude. You're on a hot streak. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that. He had hair like nothing. that. It looks That's nothing like Chris saying. Paul. <laughs> this hair looks so fake, bro. <laughs> it's a toupee. I'm confused. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. He's always been a deceiver. Yeah. <laughs> Next one. Uh, I think. Ooh, we do. This is the last one. Oh, that's Who Matt? is this kid? Is that that is Nelly. 
No, not Cat. That's Nelly. <laughs> this boy look Dominican, bro. <laughs> is this Jason Tatum? No. God, Damn. no. <laughs> is this Tobias Harris? No. Eventually, you will pick Jason Tatum, and I will be there for it. Look at his nose. I think the wide nose kind of gives it away. Bro. Charged. Don't. I'm not trying to stereotype people. <laughs> I'm not trying to do it. <laughs> it's not bad. <laughs> Let's see. Who is this man? Is this Desmond Bain? Nah. Uh, they, he, his hair is not like that anymore, and it's definitely overgrown. Overgrown. It's not. He it's has, Nick Claxton. He has a no. It's Nick not, Claxton it's not just Nick cut Claxton. it. Yeah, he has a form of braids or dreads. Just know we got locks. Hmm. Think, 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 think. Look at the eyes and eyebrows. This kid doesn't show. He doesn't look happy. Doesn't look sad. This kid is just there. Ah, okay. He doesn't like his life. Let's see. I think he loves his life. <laughs> so who's he miserable? Don't know how to show it. No, no, he loves his life. <laughs> he just doesn't know how to show it. He's yeah, not even smiling in this a... photo. He's just like, don't... this isn't a rookie, is it? No, hell no. Thank God. This, this is one of the better players. Uh, this is one of the better players in the NBA. Is it Anthony Davis? No, but you're super close. Super close to Anthony Davis. Paul, I'll say no, you're Paul, close. Is it Paul George? No, it's too light. Yeah, it's, it's not light. Paul oh, George. Cool? But he's a baby though, so like it, colors vary. This is Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> yes, it's Kawhi Leonard. Look how awkward this is. I've never seen a baby pose like this before. Every baby's this is not Kawhi. Kawhi. That, that is, is Kawhi Leonard. Leonard. You're lying. <laughs> Look you're at lying. that. Swear you're to lying. God. Oh god, you're this is this is Bro, Kawhi. This is Kawhi. That looks like Carlton. That's that's Kawhi Leonard. That is Kawhi Leonard, believe it or not. No, 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 that, no, that no, looks no, more no, like no. Derek White no, than no, no, Kawhi no, no. Leonard. What the fuck? That is Kawhi Leonard. Promise you. Look at the nose. What? Crazy. How did he so crazy lighting? He got like four shades darker. What? What is this? People do that? Look, man. <laughs> Bro, you I mean, can't listen, he, he grew up in that life. Yeah, <laughs> That's crazy. Had there with the sun. Yeah, bro. You'll be shocked. I was light as hell when I was a baby too, bro. It happens. That's funny. That's the last I mean, one. You, you weren't. Yeah, that's the last weren't, one. You weren't that light. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. For our next video, we're gonna do something we did last week, and we're gonna do a blind ranking of players. Donovan, I think you got five names for us. Yep. All right. Let's let's get into it. Let's get into it. And what, what are we doing this time? What are we ranking? Uh, we're gonna be ranking NBA MVPs. So, so Ooh, we're gonna okay, blind okay. rank these NBA MVPs. Let's go. All right. Blind rank these NBA MVPs without knowing who's next. You don't have to say blind. Just say rank these MVPs without knowing who's next. All right. Rank these NBA MVPs without knowing who's next. Let's go. All right. First one, Steve Nash. Oh, Ooh. this has to be five. Five? Five. Hmm. Yeah, there's probably Easily not a worse five. MVP out there. You... Yeah, there's not a lot of... I don't know. What if you pull out Joel and... Yeah, it's, it's safe to put Steve Nash at five. I'm cool yeah, with if that. he pulls out Joel Embiid, I'm still taking Joel Embiid over Steve. <laughs> okay. Okay. Sorry, Steve. <laughs> Next one. Steph Curry. This might Which be year? one. 2016. This has to be one. Ooh. Probably one. Do we want to... Or two. I think two is safe. Two is two or three is safer. There's not a lot of years two. better than 2016 Steph Curry. One... I. I do you think he would do what's that dirty to name the best yes. staff ad? <laughs> you don't trust this I, I 100% would, would do you that dirty. 
<laughs> Let's put him at two just to be safe. Okay. Unanimous MVP? Crazy, man. I, actually, I he's know. unanimous. He's unanimous. Okay, let's go one. Let's go one. Yeah, he's unanimous. Steph Curry won. Yeah. Nobody, we're not going to feel dumb about anybody yeah. being behind Steph Curry. 2011, Derrick Rose. That's four. 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 Yeah. I'm comfortable putting four. People are going to hate that, but I don't care. He's four. Hey, vibes, he is number one. But if we're being <laughs> real, he is definitely four. Yep. One <laughs> in our hearts, four in our brains. Yeah. <laughs> All right. 2022, Nicole Jokic. Mm. So I think that's probably three? two, right? Two or three? I think probably two. That was a great season. I, yeah. The only way we'll regret it is if he pulls out like Braun. And if so, I, if he does, so be it. I think I kind of want to put him at three, though, personally. <sighs> if he pulls out Braun, it's on you. <laughs> what if he pulls out Embiid? Uh, that is true. That MVP was. I don't think we'll, we're. I don't think we'll regret putting Jokic at two. All right, let's put him at two. Let's go. All right, last one. 2001, Allen Iverson. I feel very okay with putting him on Jokic. Put him at three. Easy. We won! <laughs> yeah, I think this is perfect. I think this is yeah. on the list. That was a great call by you. Amazing. I see my fucking veins. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, AI. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't think I would change that if I could. No, th- yeah, I, no think you guys is... did, I think you guys did very well. Very solid. I'm so, yeah. yeah, I'm so happy we did not put Curry at number two. That unanimous helped us. Yeah, for sure. Okay. One more video we got in us, and we're going to do something we've been doing. It's a new staple of the show. Old versus new. This time, power forwards. Ooh. So, so let's get ready to okay, argue okay, before okay. we get out of here. Okay. Last segment of the day. So, which NBA power forward is better? Old or new? Giannis Antetokounmpo or Giannis. Kevin Garnett? Giannis. <laughs> Giannis. <laughs> he didn't let me finish. <laughs> Giannis, 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 Giannis. <laughs> Munch. Uh. Munch. <laughs> and I'm proud. <laughs> Glazing. That's tough. It That's is tough. tough. That's tough. It is Very tough. tough. KG was a psycho, man. And if he was in the NBA today, he'd be wreaking havoc. Yeah. Who's I'd, a better defender? Probably KG. Yeah. Well, it's hard but to it's, be a better defender than DPOY Giannis, but KG's one of the few guys you could easily you could KG's one of the few guys you could realistically say is. I'm going KG. I am going KG. I think the yeah. fact, I, I think I think the I think the fact that like we just let or not even we that he let himself just like waste away on those god awful Minnesota teams kind of like hurts him a little bit. Because if he was yeah. if he was anywhere else three years prior, he would have racked up rings. So I'm going KG. Yeah, I think ah. KG's a slightly better defender, a slightly better passer, but Giannis is a better scorer, I think. Overall, and I think that tips it over for me. I think Giannis. But it's not he's, it's not by he's a not, he's not he's not crazy like KG. I, I'm, I'm, I'm picking I'm picking KG nice. off a of straight mentality. Yeah. <laughs> Yonex mentality is corny dad jokes and being horny. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll go KG for pure psycho factor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Next up, Dennis Rodman versus Draymond Green. I'll let you know before you say anything. There's a right answer. If you say the wrong one, I'm not speaking for the rest of the episode. <laughs> uh, I'm going to try to guess po- the wrong answer. The it's Dennis Green Rodman. The Dennis Rodman. 
Yeah, who's the answer? Dennis Rodman. Oh, man. I kind of <laughs> – yeah, it's Dennis Rodman. It's Dennis. <laughs> it's Dennis. It's Dennis. The rebounding is different, man. Keeping him, keeping him silent. I think Donovan was joking. Mo is serious. Seek help. <laughs> <laughs> it's obviously Draymond Green. Uh, yeah, but Dennis is a fashion Obvious? icon. What will we remember Draymond for? Come on. Obvious? <laughs> no, it's Draymond Green. Draymond Green is probably... So Dennis Robinson's a better rebounder. Den- Draymond Green is probably a better defender. He's more versatile, changed the game more. His playmaking makes him have way more offensive utility than Dennis Rodman had. It's really not a conversation, I don't think. That is true. I think it's close. I think it's it's close. I don't I don't think it's like a, I, like I, I'm, Draymond's not lapping Dennis Rodman. Yeah, but in lapping terms of is a how many because he's yeah. but it's like clearly like it's a small margin, but the margin's very clear. Yeah, it's like in terms of how many aspects of the game is is he getting him, himself involved in and just how he's elevating everything and everybody you can think of on the court and even things that you're not thinking of it's probably Draymond yeah it comes down to Draymond is a very useful offensive player that enabled the Warriors offense to be what it is Dennis Rodman has very little offensive value he's probably a zero but he he's would eat on Lee Fitz today man he would eat oh yeah the, the vibes would be immaculate in today's day absolutely ahead of his time in terms of swagger and aura <laughs> Facts. And in terms of befriending dictators. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Cut. <laughs> I'm not cutting that. <laughs> Man's best friend's a dictator. What do you want? Simple facts. <laughs> we have bags to secure. <laughs> yeah, facts. <laughs> You're talking about chumming it up with dictators. Listen, yeah. Dennis Robbins not giving us a bag. Think we'll of live. the corporations, Isaac. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, LaMarcus Aldridge versus Zion Williamson. You know where I'm going. Where are you going? I'm going LaMarcus Aldridge. <laughs> he can play. Zion can't. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's simple and plain. But I never watched LaMarcus Aldridge play and be like, wow, I've never seen a player never I've never seen a player do this before. And you feel the way about Zion? Absolutely. Zion L. is elite. L. Zion. I mean LaMarcus was elite as well. LaMarcus was pretty great in For this. For sure. Time. Super underrated, bro. <laughs> but I, th- I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna lean uh, for now, Lamarcus. But it won't be that for long. Yeah, is Zion? I mean, it might be. I think. <laughs> it might be. <laughs> Zion doesn't play. It might be. <laughs> it might be three years until we see him do something. Hey, <laughs> yeah. If Zion didn't have the injury concerns, I would go him. But it, he hasn't done enough to supplant Lamarcus Aldridge yet. Yeah, that is true. That is true. But peak of their powers, Zion already. We don't even know what the peak of his powers look like, bro. This is a 22-year-old Zion who eats donuts every morning for breakfast, bro. Like, <laughs> this is scary. <laughs> yeah, this man's a beignet bandit. Yeah, bro. <laughs> beignet bandit. Uh, waiting to say that. <laughs> man, it's Captain Croissant. <laughs> yeah, this whole segment just wrapped around that one joke. Uh, <laughs> Detective Donut over here. Detective Donut. <laughs> you clearly have a uh, note with this, with just all of these written down. <laughs> Lieutenant Lobster Roll. Lieutenant. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he's going crazy. <laughs> uh, he's going. Crazy. Oh god, Mo, don't, look, he'll put up a tweet. <laughs> <laughs> See, that was the crazy. That was the craziest time right there, man. No, that's uh, true. Man. People will be on Zion's head. It's kind of unfair. <laughs> yeah, I, like, I think this I is like, when oh. the 
I think this is when the Sprite commercial came out too in his stomach. <laughs> his gut was OD big. <laughs> yeah. It was terrible angle. All right, next up, <laughs> Anthony Davis or Pau Gasol? AD. Ooh, it's AD. AD. It's AD. AD. Yeah. You can't, Both, people, yeah. you can't front. People crucified me when I said this when we made an all-time Lakers team. That I don't is care. Crazy. It's, it's obviously Anthony Davis. Yeah, people were in their fields way too much when they crucified you. It's AD. Defense, there needs to be no discussion about that. AD is one of the best defenders in the NBA. Pau Gasol's never been to AD's level in terms of that. And offensively, yeah, Pogosol is cool. Can do a lot of things that AD yeah. cannot do. But in terms of versatility, it's AD still, bro. Yeah, people just have a lot of nostalgia for Pogosol because they have it for Kobe and they link them together. But they're not in the same caliber of player. Yeah, exactly. Get out your feelings. Amari Stoudemire <laughs> or Julius Randle? You got to I, I got to give it to Amari Stoudemire. Like mm, before yeah. his before his knees went out, Amari was killing it on both ends of the floor. Part of the Suns team that, you know, helped revolutionize the NBA. Amari was like that. Yeah. Facts. Easily, but he wasn't the best defender in the world, but easily better defender than Julius Randle. And I think his skill set as, like, the best lob catcher in the NBA, perfect guy to pair next to a dynamic guard, is more valuable than what Julius brings as a tough shot mid-range jump shooter. Also, Amari's vibes, 10 times better than Julius's. Facts. <laughs> exactly, bro. I never met an NBA player who was able to make his own son cry at his game. Damn. <laughs> it's quite the accomplishment. <laughs> yeah. right, last one. Jaron Jackson versus Zach Randolph. I, I want to say Zebo for strictly vibes, man. The bully's I do bully. Too. I do yeah. too. I, I want to say him because I'm scared to say anything otherwise. So <laughs> Zach Randolph. Yeah. Facts. Yeah. This dude has phenomenal facts too. This this dude had some phenomenal performances too. Actually played a big part in leading the Grizzlies and setting that culture. I think in 2014, he upset some some insane team. The Spurs. The Spurs, bro. He was the face of that. Zebo? Yeah. 2013? I think 2013? Yeah. No. Uh, I don't. Yeah, my, my I think it was 2013. No, 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 no. I, I don't know. 20, I don't know, I but they did it. But they did it. And Zach Randolph no, they won was a big part of that. Yeah, you're right. Probably, it's probably like like 2011 no, or something tw- like that. Yeah, uh, damn. Yeah, Jaron Jackson know, is not the better player. Yeah, <laughs> better archetype. <laughs> nah, sure. Jaron Jackson, obviously. Nah, I'm sticking to Zebo for now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, that's the episode. Crayon eaters, it was a pleasure. Make sure you go ahead and leave a like, comment, all that good stuff. Join the Discord. Comment, I'm scared of Zach Randolph. Let's see that in the comments. Thanks. Beautiful. Goodbye. Until then, see ya. Peace.